I have, I have dibs on Monster Hunter. Oh, dude. Are you like, you getting your GTL happening as well? Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm getting my P S uh, W potions, steak, whetstones. <laughs> Fucking dork. Get out of here. <laughs> That's the perfect word, Jake. What a dork. Oh my god. Whatever, uh, man. From across all corners of our fair planet Earth, welcome to the Gaming Cult Podcast. Worldwide opinions on obscure and up-to-date gaming talk culture and decree for today and yesteryear. You love it, my boy. My boy. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Game Cult Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Innes, from sunny Sydney, Australia. Still stuck in the middle of winter here, but the sun is out, the fog has cleared. Joining me from uh, Sweden, we have Martin Nolan. Martin, good day to you. Good day, Jake. And how do you do the things you do? Uh, I do them quite fine, if I might say so myself. It's uh, kind of sunny here right now, and it's pretty warm. Uh, just about, like... A month ago, it was still snow everywhere here, so that's a relief. Excellent. Thank you, my friend. You're welcome. Uh, joining me from San Diego, California, we have Garrett Hunter. Hello, Garrett. Hello, sirs. I am sensual at the moment. Uh, I guess that's the best way to describe my current status. Sweet, man. I'm looking at a fucking boss Ava figure that I just got. Uh, unit 1 is bra- tearing through... Uh, an AT field like Goatsy style. It's really cool. That's awesome. Goatsy CX, dude. That's fucking. That's old school. That's it, I like. Uh, I like. That's that robot spirits figure you were just telling me about. Yeah, Bandai shit. It's good. Too it's legit good stuff. To quit. Uh, special guest. The doctor is in. Mister Doctor Ryan Reed himself. Ryan. Thank you for having me. How's it going, Cat? Uh, it's pretty good, Cat. Fucking straight, Cat. Oh, he nailed it. But right out of the gate, man, he did it. Congratulations. Everyone, can we just... That's a... Uh... Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan, thank you for coming on the Game Code Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm very honored to be on this uh, established uh, podcast, one of my favorites. Well, thank you very much. You are a vid gamist, and you are, you are welcome here in the realm of and or around the cat dimension and thank you martin and thank you garrett and my friend ryan thank you very much gaming Cop podcast episode 30 what up beautiful we did it now that we're done what do you guys you want to go get some food or something dude i can go get some slaters uh, oh shit i just ate garrett oh okay sorry martin i've, I've haven't it, had anything bad to eat in months what is, is it still freezing where you are martin uh, no, it's currently around... Oh, jeez, let me... You guys should really change to the fucking Celsius system. You know that, right? I know. <laughs> I, hey, I, I I, just live here. I'm not I'm not with all this American bullshit. It's all right, though. It's okay, parody. It's good. one-to-one, as Eric always says. I was just born here, even though I did have okay. a hot dog and attend a baseball game today. Mm, cool. But it's about 70 degrees Fahrenheit over here right now. All right. That's, yeah. a, that's a good temperature. Yeah, it's nice. not too bad. I mean, considering that we spend most of the year in like, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe 20, 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, that does not sound fun. When it no, gets into not. when it gets into the winter too, you have pretty where at least where you are, you have pretty limited sunlight during the day. 
Absolutely. Is Iced Earth a popular band around uh, your parts? <laughs> um, a lot of people listen to Iced Earth over there? That's a popular not, band everywhere. Well, yeah, it is. But I can't really pinpoint anyone in particular that I know of that listens to Iced Earth. But I gotcha. I'm sure there is a couple of people around here that do. It's fitting. In a way, yes. Be being that it's so cold there. Mm-hmm. I have a question for Martin. Go on. How, how many jackets do you own? <laughs> um, Ryan's creating a segue here. I love it. It's it's fine with me. Um, probably less than the typical Swede, I guess. Um, I don't know, about five or six jackets. Uh, are, are they of varying, like, thicknesses? Yes. That's, do you have a leather jacket? I do. Oh, nice. I have two leather jackets, actually. It's metal. Ryan? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for uh, <laughs> for forcing that uh, little uh, segue there. Ryan collects t-shirts. He has a very big t-shirt collection. He has the biggest t-shirt collection I know of. Ryan, how was 2012 for you? You had a certain goal in mind. 2012 was a success for me. I did two important goals last year. Mm -hmm. Number one, the most important thing I did last year, mm -hmm. I did not wear the same t-shirt twice in a whole year. I fucking remember you doing that. I can't <laughs> believe you actually carried through. <laughs> I, wow. I owned, I did not have 365 t-shirts, but that is okay because every day I did not have to go outside and wear a t-shirt. But every day that I went outside of my house in public and was wearing a graphic tee, it was different. Entirely different. Wow. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, you were uh, blogging about it for a while, though, but then you stopped. I blogged for a couple of months, and then what happened is I went to PAX East for like a week, and then I came home, and then I was like, "Oh, I gotta take pictures of like seven shirts and put them online." Yeah, I'll do this later. And then it was like a week later, I was like, "Well, now I'd have to do 14." You know what? Nobody cares, and I just stopped putting them on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> but you did it, man. You still did it, nonetheless. Too legit to quit. I, I did. Uh, uh, my collection has grown since then. It's also decreased. I got rid of. I did a great purge of some of the shirts I wasn't wearing. It wasn't my style anymore, but my collection is holding strong right now at uh, 263. Uh, wow. 263 wow. shirts. I'm, I'm envious because I can't purge. I, I feel like I'm a bit of a hoarder. I am when it comes to some things, but the thing is, a bunch, like all the shirts I got rid of had a specific theme. I got rid of all my affliction. All of my, you know, those style oh, wow. shirts, like the kind of douchebaggy shirts that I used to wear. Because I looked at them, I was just like, this is not me anymore. Like t-shirt hell, that kind of thing? These. No, it, it was more like the, like what you would see somebody wearing to like a fucking UFC, UFC fight. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of Affliction and Obey. I kept a couple Obeys, but a lot of them that were kind of douchebaggy. Mm -hmm. And now all of my shirts are, um, I'm become very picky. I used to just buy whatever I like. Now I have to, it, it, I have two criteria. Number one, mm -hmm. when I see it, I immediately have to say, I want that. If there's any doubt, if it's like, ah, oh, it'd be kind of cool, I don't buy it. And number two, it has to be something that isn't super mass produced. I stop buying things. I, I will rarely go to like, you know, Mervin's or Hot Topic and buy a shirt unless it is either wrestling related or something <laughs> very special. The shirts I own now are niche. Do you get that Daniel Bryan yes, 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 and the no, no, no shirt? 
I don't have the no, no, no. And I actually, I got the yes, yes, yes before it came out on WWE Shop from oh, a little shit. site called Barbershop Window. They were the first ones to make one. Not my favorite wrestling shirt, but one of. There you this go. guy, this guy knows. He knows I that. have, I, I, I might have, fuck, dude, I might have more than 365 uh, t-shirts. And those are probably just black ones. Yeah, me too. The majority of of the clothes I wear, go figure, are black, and I no have, <laughs> I have, so like in my closet, it's so tight that you can't really separate the shirts to see what they even are, and I got those hangers that go down, so you can stack like three hangers in one spot, and I don't know, I probably have a good seven feet of black shirts. Man, I don't like shirts that don't have stuff on them. No, I mean these all have stuff on them. They're just all black, oh, oh. With, like some screen print. Yeah, gotcha. no, I can, I can, I can relate to that. I think I, probably I three, give... three quarters of my shirts are probably black metal shirts. I'm sure Martin <laughs> can probably concur on that point. Yeah, yeah definitely. I actually have a question for you, Garrett, um, concerning the uh, black shirts. Yeah. A couple of years ago, over here, it was kind of trendy to have a shirt that said something along the lines of, "I wear black." Until I can find a darker color. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen that. I that's that that kind of stuff came out over here, but that was more like you would find that in like hot, hot topic. topic. Next to the shirt that said Makes sense. the voices speak to me, or I like scary clowns or some shit like or, that. Or the best one, the, the mass <laughs> producer shirt that just said, uh, you laugh because I'm different, I laugh because you're all the same. Yeah. And they were always had wow. three hundred of those those shirts. Hot Topic had some funny stuff. Hot Topic Ugh. was great when I was like, you know, that age. But sure. like, I, I, I probably still have a bunch of band shirts and stuff that I bought from Hot Topic when I was like in junior high and high school and stuff. You'd have all your hardcore shirts as well, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, I got all the hardcore stuff. I got all, I got like all my old Nirvana shirts and uh, like old alternative rock stuff, like old Stone Temple Pilots and Offspring. I just can't. I don't want to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Temple Pilots shirts, man. Every day. All day, every day. STP. <laughs> the very first shirt I bought with my own money, as I believe I was 14, was from a Hot Topic. And it was sprites from Karate Champ, and underneath it said, I know Kung Fu. Do you think my uh, t-shirt, how I play an NY shirt that I bought back in 2002, oh. is uh, still something I can wear on the street? <laughs> I, don't yeah. think you could, I don't think you could wear it on the street back then. I did. <laughs> Oh shit! I used to I used to go to a lovely site and uh, they used to come to Comic Con in San Diego and I used to buy shirts from their booth, but it was a site called Rotten Cotton. Okay. And they had they had a ton of like, just one off old B horror movie like screens and like really grotesque offensive graphics and stuff. I would always buy those. Mm. I have a bunch of like uh, zombie shirts and like uh, Day of the Dead and stuff like that. This Day of the Dead one with Doctor Tongue and his whole face is hanging open. It's awesome. I don't really have the need what, what to... What about Beyond? Oh, the Beyond is one of my favorites. Lucio Fulci. <laughs> yeah. I saw that a couple of days ago, actually. We talking oh, Italian horror movies or what? It's great. Mm -hmm. It's so good. That's a, that's a yeah. subgenre I haven't gotten into yet. Italian, Italian horror. That's one, of my, that's one of my favorites. I, I, love, I love that stuff. When I got into zombie movies, I found myself seeking out more and more of the obscure Italian stuff or like some of the old ca cannibal films and stuff. And uh, yeah, it, so many good things came out of Italy back in the 70s, man. It's like scary shit. It's brutal as well. 
Oh yeah. Oh, it's so practical with the effects and stuff, but it's so terrifying. You know, you see terrible. I, I remember a scene from The Gates of Hell. I think it had a couple different titles. But this woman in a cemetery vomits out her intestines, and it is some. <laughs> oh my god! It is some of the most brutal stuff, and it was it was uh, it was. Mamma mia! Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we did a pretty good roundtable on shirts there, but Martin, I'm curious. Your your wardrobe would be pretty similar to mine. Do you find you're having to buy shirts that aren't black metal shirts now, just so you can occasionally wear something that uh, doesn't have a band logo on it? All the time, and by now I've actually put in the, the band shirts away for now because I feel like I'm, I'm past that now. It's I don't know. I dress more casually, mm -hmm. uh, more proper. You get an entirely like different um, meeting from people when you dress casually. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. Oh, I used to have boots and a shaved head and. <laughs> 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 and I no longer have those things because people would mistake me for some other kind of people. And I said, no, no. It happens. It's yeah. you, uh, You're guilty of being white. I'm sorry, as Minor Threat once said. Uh, shirts. God damn it. Shirts, people. Shirts. Uh, Mr. Reed, I'm glad that you brought up the subject of shirts. Oh, do you have some shirt news? Uh, gentlemen, I might have some shirt news. Oh, dude. Is there like a shirt Whoa. news theme song? Mmm... Sure. Uh, Martin? Yes? Can you, like, give, like, not a countdown, but, I don't know, just sort of, like, what, shirt theme song. Shirt theme song, go. Okay. And there it was. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed a little forced. I mean, shirts are, I don't know about you guys, but that's one of the parts of my life that I hold dear. I think you need something a little longer. Okay, just shut up. I got a, I got, I got an announcement. All right. Oh. I hinted it. I hinted it on the Facey B. I hinted oh. it on the Twitter. You saw it. You liked the status. You retweeted it. You favorited it. You want a GCP shirts? <gasps> Is that what you want? Yeah. Yes. You fucking yeah. got it. You got it. What? Oh, got it. But what's Dude. this? One shirt design? No. <gasps> Two shirt designs. What? what? What are you guys, rooster teeth two at once? I know. Not only the first official Gaming Cult podcast t-shirt, the second official Gaming Cult t-shirt. The first and the second. Can you release them on a Tuesday and then it would be, t you could call it T-Shirt Tuesday? Two for twos. Two for Tuesday, T-Shirt Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Do that. That sounds good to me. That's right. They are coming. I have to wait a little bit for them. They're going to debut at PAX because uh, I've still got to work out things like Australian pricing and unfortunately shipping from Australia is a bitch. So that's some things I've got to work out. I'm going to make it as fair and as affordable as possible. They're always going to be limited runs. Uh, the first design is the GCP666 shirt by a good friend Stu Lowe, the unsung zero himself. It's a good one. The Unsung Zero has done well. Can you imagine the the pinnacle of the fashion icon, the inverted crucifix or cross, whichever whichever is a more PC term for you to use? You know, maybe some mum and dads don't want you to wear that, but <laughs> us in the gaming cult, we're adults. We <gasps> choose our own destiny. Choose your own adventure, in the words of R.L. Stein. No, that. Hey, I'm sorry. You you 
you scare if you dare with him. Ooh, yeah, that's oh. true. Wait, no, Goosebumps was Choose Your Own Adventure. Was I, did I, did I, I R.L. Stein do Choose Your Own Adventure, or did he just do, like, teen horror novels? R.L. Stein was just teen horror, I believe. I don't, oh, that's all a bunch shit. of Canadian stuff, I'm not sure. I loved reading R.L. Stein. Uh, he had his own Choose Your Own Adventure books, but they were specifically called Give Yourself Goosebumps. Oh. I, I only read the first one, but you were in a haunted amusement park, and if you chose wrong, uh, you would be eaten by panthers. Nice. Ah. T-shirts. We've got one. It's the GCP666 shirt. You know it. You love it. How you saying, Jake, how do I know this? What are you talking about? Do I have some kind of foresight can i see into the future where is my clairvoyance on this matter you've seen it before viewers if you've yeah, been to that face that B, you've been on that facey b you'll see uh a while back Stu posted a little wallpaper for us you're thinking that's right it was that fucking bomb ass inverted cross full of full of gaming console controllers and that is what it is it is the gaming cult 666 t-shirt it's jake, been there the whole time jake is there a playstation controller in there there is is there a, a three is because i'm maybe i'm a 360 fan is there a, is there a, an xbox controller in there my friend there is oh all is there a dreamcast controller my friend there is that dreamcast controller oh is there is there a wonder swan Get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? You said you were a goddamn doctor. What the fuck? You want to play fucking Yu Yu Hakusho? Is that it? Fucking dork. Maybe. Fuck. I had a Wonder Swan once. Uh, I could not get past the language barrier. Shouts out. <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually thought of buying one. If you're going to get one, get the Wonder Swan Color Crystal, I think it's called. The Wonder Swan yeah, Crystal. The last one they released, right? Yes, exactly. That's one shirt. That's only one? Ladies, I need to hear the second one. Gentlemen, ladies, gentlemen, ladies, gentlemen, there are two shirts. From our good friend, Andrew Douglas. Oh! We have the Can You Feel the Sunshine shirt. That's a lyrical reference to the song, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Can you feel the sunshine? (laughs) That's how Martin sings it. It's true. It is. It's good. And that's how he knows. And that's how you know, listeners, viewers, bad boys, rude girls. It yeah, is. I'm a bad boy. The GCP. Garrett. Yeah. 2013 bad boy update. Um, I have been, I uh, I've been showing uh, my friend my dad's gun, and I sometimes... thought you were going to say you show him your dick. <laughs> no, no, I thought no. the same thing. But <laughs> but here's here's another. Here's another bit of bad business I've been up to. Been huh. showing a couple been showing the girls my dick. Oh. What? I show it I show we, it to them and they're like We haven't covered this, Garrett. This is we haven't covered this. This, this is bad boy behavior. This is a lot show, to this is a lot to lay on the bad boys at once. Show your friends, you know, your pop's gun. You you know, pull your dick out in public and uh sometimes up I Up in roll, the public? Yeah, all up in the public. In the motherfucking sometimes, street? Right up in the motherfucking God street, damn sidewalk. I know. Garrett. Praise, praise be to base God. Hey, Jake Innes here from Game Call Podcast. With me, the one and only, Lil B the Base God. Base Holy God. shit. Hey, I don't do interviews, but man, I had to do an interview for my man, Video Gamers. You know what I mean? Video Gamers Worldwide. I love them. 
collect. I got so many video game systems and I'm not done. We can talk about any system except Super Nintendo because I'm not very cultured on that yet. I don't have, but I'm gonna get those games. I'm gonna play that. You know, I got a couple games I like on that, but anything else we can go. The collector's market for that's very high. Yeah. You can play some serious stuff or something like that. Earthbound, you know, that box stuff. Right, right, right. Big right. box. Yeah, like $700 for that. It's an overpriced market. Yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, let me start things off right here from the Game Code podcast. I'll give you a little gift. It's a classic. What? A little bit. I know you've been at classics. Right? Yes, yes. Super, Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt. Thank you, on the man. NES. With the that's, Duck Hunt, boy. You're up off that. Yeah, yeah. That's the US copy, too, so you can play that shit. Thank you, man. Yeah. Hey, this is going to start off my. Um, Nintendo system, we'll go back home and I'm a cop, you know what I mean? So it's all good, I'm gonna get mine, I'm gonna be playing this, I'm gonna definitely review it. And uh, thank my brother, thank you. Hell yeah. Now Lil B, this is the Game Call Podcast. A question that we always ask to our guests. Lil B, what is your earliest video game memory? Now that may not be from something you necessarily own, it might be an arcade memory, a PC memory, friend's house. What's your earliest video game memory? Sega Genesis. Hell yeah. Sega Genesis. Uh, just the Genesis. Um, you know, Bugs V, Sonic 2, Sonic, um, you know, the Coke, the Sprite game. What was, that was a very rare one. Did you cool play? Spot. It's cool Spot. Cool Spot, man. Yeah. Man, yeah. yeah. See, you're a gamer. You know, like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. You know. That was a sequel, too. Yeah. It's a bit rare, but yeah. See, I, that's what, not many people play Cool Spot, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, like, you know, Bugs Beat was a real game that touched my heart. I love Columns. Mm -hmm. I used to play that with my mother. You know my Golden Axe? I do. Golden Axe is classic. Yeah. Golden Axe 2, 3. Yeah. yeah what about man. the Ultra Beast? Ultra Beast is a classic too. Rise from your grave. Yeah, Rise from your grave. That's a classic, the Ultra Beast. Man, you know what? Ultimate Fighters. Not Ultimate Fighters, but I think it's this other rare one that I actually just got, man. Mm -hmm. That's a super classic on Sega. I'm going to think about it. Okay, okay. Well, um, I'll go back to the historical gaming questions in a minute, if that's all right. I hope we can make history here tonight, Lil B. Could you be the first rapper to ever sign a copy of Shenmue? Let's do it. Let's do it. Cool. This will be great. I got that pen in there as well. We're gonna do it. All right. That'll The viewers wow. want it. Lil B fans want it. Wow. Lil B, can you tell us about Shenmue? Can you tell us about your love for Shenmue? I mean, this is pretty much one of my favorite games. This is pretty much might be my favorite game. Mm. Um, I mean, this game was ahead of its time. Came out on the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast had a great saving system um, it was just amazing this game you know you can work I mean you can walk around town you can get in the fights around town I mean this game was just so real you can ask the whereabouts of sailors I mean you have a job it's like a real you know you got to go to sleep you know the days you know if you miss days you miss work I mean it was a point in this game where I had to have my friend go to work and play this whole Part because I couldn't beat it because I was, couldn't get to work on time and I didn't know how to get there. So it was, you know, this game is amazing, man. And and he has, I've never seen this. This is this is the European PAL copy. Wow. Came in that blue, blue casing. All the Dreamcast uh, games in Europe and Australia came in this kind of blue casing. I mean, this is amazing. I, this is great. That's man. a complete copy. Yeah. This but is yeah, could, could I? Could we make history? Could you be? Yeah, I will. We'll be the base guy, the first rapper to ever sign a copy of Shenmue. Yes, I will. History.
Sega. Shouts out Bitch Mob. Shouts out Yu Suzuki. Shouts out Sega. We're doing it. Yes, Sylvie. Let's go back to the history. Yeah, please do. So you have that Genesis. Yeah. Now I know you've been high classics. What is your favorite system of all time? Um, you know, it would have to be Genesis. Um, I love PS PlayStation. Mm -hmm. I love PlayStation Two. Um, I love. I came on the Xbox later, um, but I, I'm a big Xbox fan now. Cause I, I was such a PlayStation head that I couldn't. You know, my friends had Xbox. Xbox has great games. The first generation Xbox was amazing. Um, I love the Predator. Predator on the first generation Xbox is a great game. And what is a really underrated game people talk about, you know, Alien vs. Predator. I love that. Like, that came out on the Atari Jaguar as well, which was, that's a rare system. Not the best system, but it had one good game, and that game was Atari. But that game was uh, Predator vs. Aliens. Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. Uh, it's um, not worth getting that system for one game, just like any other case for me. Yeah. I tell you like this, man. Um, Term Robocop versus Terminator on the Sega. Classic. Robocop versus Terminator on Sega. That's one of the best games ever. Been that classic. Yeah, been. Uh, right, little V. You've been watching that E3 coverage this year. No, I, I missed it a little bit. Okay. Well, you saw that they unveiled the Xbox One. Yes, I did. It came out with that PS4. Yes, I did. What, what are your thoughts? You, you, you seen enough to sort of grab an opinion on it? Because, you know, uh, I haven't, um, I kind of, you know, seen it and forgot about it. Like, I'm, I'm excited about the Xbox, though, you know, and it seems to be, you know, they're making it more and more like, hey, you know, it's, this is a computer, this is everything, you know, you don't need to do anything else. Um, you know, it kind of hurt, it hurt my feelings with Xbox that they didn't, uh, they're not making a lot of multiplayer games, a lot of things you have to be online now. There's very few killer app exclusives for the, for the Xbox series. You know? Halo 4 was good though. Yeah, mm. and I haven't played that, I'm a late Halo fan, all, as well as a, a late Call of Duty fan, but I love all the older Call of Duties, the new stuff. You know, I'm excited about it, but I like to play all the older ones first. Those are my favorite. Those are, I think those are really real, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you feel it. PS2. Yeah. Original oh. Xbox. Yeah, original Xbox. I, I like I like the, you know, all the older games from Call of Duty 360. You know, like, uh, PlayStation, you know, Call of Duty, World at War. It's a classic. It's yeah. fun for the, it was fun for the parachuting. Yeah, sure. that was fun for the parachuting. You know, yeah. you can hop out anywhere. Um, you know, the new Call of Duties are very uh, big and blocky, I feel like. Um, and my friend made a good comparison. It's like, very gray, like, very brown. You know what I mean? He was like uh, Madden to Blitz. You feel me? Like, the new Call of Duty is like Blitz. How it's all kind of big. You know, like the guns are... The older Call of Duties used to be more realistic. To me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that Call of Duty 3, that was, that was a good one for multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Um, you big PS1, PS2 fan. Yeah. You all about them... Um, the JRPGs? I love the RPGs. Yeah. yeah, I definitely love the RPGs. I mean, Final Fantasy 4 disc, I think it was 7 mm -hmm. 4 disc. Mm -hmm. I got to be disc number 3. I, I haven't beat it. I've never beat any Final Fantasy game. Um, have you? I, I have. Uh, I, I've got about as far as you have in 7, man. You know, you get, you get, in, the, you get in the ice sort of area and you get in those heavy bosses and it's just. It's just leveling up and doing that grind, man. And you know what it's like to grind in the JRPG, right? Yeah, you just gotta yeah. keep leveling, leveling up. Okay, I've got to the end of the game. 
but I can't beat the final boss because I need to grind for another 20 hours. Yeah. Ha! <laughs> I was on the same shit, bro. <laughs> stop playing after that. Yeah, you just stop. You gotta keep fighting. It's like, yep, let me go walk in these bushes or go walk around these random places and get into a fight because I have to level up and it's, you know, yeah, I can't defeat with three players. I might have three different players and you can't beat this. Yeah, doing too much. Yeah, yeah the, the JPGs are... You know, RPGs are very good. I'm a huge um, Dragon Ball Z fan. I love um, all the Dragon Ball Z games. He's mm. collected. I think they got way better as um, they got older. The Budokai Ten Kai Chi ones were good, man. Wow, yeah. Budokai Ten Kai Chi Two. Yeah, it's a good game. No, it's a very good game, and and I like um, that. I think that's when they had the most players, like select to be able to select the most players on that game. Like, it, it did a lot of you know. Um, different options of players, you know, and characters, you know. Oh, it's every character, every single possibility within that sort of canon. They brought in, like, Dragon Ball, the original Dragon Ball series as well. They just, every little tiny character that you might have saw for half a second on the screen is playable. That, the later ones in those games. Love it, love it. Cool. Oh, man. Little bit. Favorite games of all time. I know you, you, know you had that show, man. Um, but... Favorite game of all time? I mean, you know, we got... Aliens versus uh, you know, Alien versus Predator. Oh well, you know what? I love Alien Resurrection for the, the PlayStation Two. Yeah, yeah. PS One, PS One. Excuse me. No, PS Two. No, Alien Resurrection, PS One. I love um, Alien Trilogy for the PS One. Mm -hmm. Classic to me. Um, you know, my favorite games of all time. I love RoboCop versus Terminator. That's a must-have. Bugsby. These are Sega Genesis. Bugsby. Mm -hmm. RoboCop versus Terminator. Uh, can I recommend a good uh, Genesis game to you, Libby? Gunstar Heroes on the uh, on the Genesis. That is a. Um, it's kind of like okay. Do you ever played like Metal Slug on the Neo yeah, Geo yeah, yeah. on the arcade oh, yeah. machines? Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like that. Very action oriented, but really amazing sort of two D sprites animations. It's it's a heavy game, man. That's that's cult appeal, right? I like that. No, yeah. yeah. Metal Slug was an amazing game. You mm. know. Metal, uh, Metal Slug, uh, Shinobi, I think. King of Fighters? Yeah, that was a good King of Fighters. Yeah, you know, that was a classic. Um, you know, I mean, dude, Sega came out with some amazing. I mean, I just got like Lion King. Um, that I mean, I got Aladdin. Aladdin yeah. was a very good game. It's very hard. Yeah, the funny thing was the, say, uh, the um, Super Nintendo version yeah. and the Genesis version completely different games for yeah. Real gamers know that. You're yeah. real gamers because you know that. Not, not many people. You feel me? The real gamers know that. Lion King, believe it or not, you're thinking, well, that's a kid's movie. I'm gonna fuck with that. That's a good fucking game on the Genesis, man. A great game, yeah. and it's extremely hard. Too. Yeah, Ninja Turtles on the Genesis is amazing. I mean, people forgot about the you know, Turtles in Time. Man, yeah. Yeah, that's a classic. Power Rangers the movie. Yeah. That's a. I mean, you know, we, I mean, we can keep talking. You fuck with the Red Ranger? Yeah, yeah, Black Ranger, White Ranger, Green Ranger, I love. Pink Ranger, Blue. All of them. Green Ranger. Green Ranger. That's the boy right there. Yeah, that was the boy right there. White Ranger. Yes. He's going crazy. Little I got some more gifts for you. Thank you. These are... Now, no one has these yet. We just brought these out. A little bit of shameless self-promotion, but these are the new Gaming Co-op t-shirts. Wow, thank you. The new Gaming Co-op podcast t-shirt. I like it. Hey, well, you know what? This man deserves a promotion, man, because we real gamers. I got love for the gamers, so you feel me? Support my man. 
Dope. And one more shirt. We're going double on the shirts. Okay. How you feel about this dude right here? That's what's up, man. This is your shirt that you made? Yeah. I like that. For getting called podcast. Good job, man. This is real gamers, man. Support real gamers. I'm about to have one. <laughs> you don't want me to. He's like, nah. Look, <laughs> these are yours. Thank you. You're the first pe- person in the world to have these, man. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. I appreciate it. All right. This is Jake Hillis from Gaming Cult Podcast. Check us out gamingcult.org, Facebook, Twitter, at Gaming Cultcast, at Lil B the Bass God. Yes, sir. You already know. Lil B. Play games all day. Video games. I love them. Video games. I love them. <laughs> Straight up. Swag. What's that? Now, Garrett, do you just present it, or is there like a build-up? Do you have a line, and then you pop it out? I get him. I get him. I, I like to get a girl alone, and uh-huh. then, you know, I have like a, I have a couple things I say to them, and then inevitably, boom. Now, are we going with D- this? Display <coughs> it. Excuse me, I choked on my bad boy cigarette. Garrett, are we going with the standard bad boy uniform? Oh yeah, short black shorts. Uh huh tight black t-shirt uh-huh show off that bad boy frame uh-huh uh i'm not i i can't compete with the you guys are doing the bad boy cigarette i know martin maybe is doing that snooze i i um i like a toothpick instead oh because i like like to keep my body healthy yet i want to have that oral fixation if you're in a private place garrett hunter yes and you're you're going through the ones and the twos. You're going through the steps to enlightenment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you wearing the jean jacket when you're in the bedroom and the backwards hat? Or are we, yeah. are we, are we, are we jump too far here? No, we- that's, 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 um, you know, that's my nighttime attire. But, you know, during, right now it's, it's like 90s. It's hot. Are we still on the first date, no, no touch? Uh, no, I go first date all the way. Oh, shit. Bad boy. I'm against slut shaming uh-huh, and course. and and binge viewing. I'm all about positive. Reviews. I love how everyone's saying those two <laughs> things at the same time. Like I can't rel- stop. Like they're fucking related at all. It's beautiful. <laughs> I heard them both the same week, and it's like it's the fucking two most retarded se- sentences I've ever heard. I no, but I get slut shaming. I get that whole. I get. I get it, and I get why girls are against it, and why guys should be against it as well. Uh, yeah. What? Who doesn't like a slut? Why the fuck would you shame a slut? That's sluts are great to have around. Who the fuck wants to like shame them? I don't get that at all. Mm. But it's it's more girls shaming other girls is the yeah. thing, and that's got that's got to stop. Ladies, don't get down on yourselves. If you're jealous of someone else's game, step up your own game. To a level that you feel comfortable with, that works for you, within your own fashion sense and your own style and your own uniqueness. Just go do it. But don't 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 call the ladies those things. They don't no. need to hear that. You know be, what? Be be powerful along with your fellow sisters. That's what I say. If 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 one of your fellow sisters is showing a little too much cleavage, maybe go over to the to the to the gaming cult and you get them that feel the sunshine shirt and you have them cover it up maybe well give them a no, high but, five but don't but shame you them. just you just slut shamed because why can't they be showing as much cleavage as they want garrett what i'm maybe what i'm saying sh- is trying to sell trying to sell shirts ryan shits for a fucking doctor you really don't get it well my friends you think we're just gonna slut shame our entire audience here with male shirts no 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 
What? Baby say no! Girl sizes. Oh! Oh! Women's t-shirts. They will be... Uh, I'm hoping they'll be at PAX. They're, I don't know, they're going to be at PAX. I'm just going to say right now they're going to be at PAX. But, and they're definitely going to be there once we open our store after PAX Australia in mid-July. You think that's a long way away? It's not. It's just around the corner. I promise you, viewers. I promise you. You will Dude. have those GCP shirts soon. I that promise is, you. That is fucking good news. Are you going to have that? Uh, you're going to have those baby doll cuts for the girls? No, don't get on that. It's just going to be women's T-shirts. They're going to love women's it. It's going to be. It's going to be a snug fit for girls and boys alike. Can Shout you feel out. the sunshine, Ryan? Does it brighten I, hey. up your day? Nothing brightens my day more than the sunshine while I'm wearing an official Gaming Cult podcast shirt. I've got so many shirts that I have to start wearing multiples well, at the uh, same we, time or we else don't, I can't show them all off. We don't have a sleeve print on one of them, but here's what I say to you, Ryan, my bad boy friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming, I'm making an assumption. You're a qualified doctor, but I assume that you're also of the bad boy persuasion. I like to dabble in bad boys on, uh, you know, out on the side. Ryan... Ryan, that. Ryan dabbles in the bad boys. Confirmed. You guys gotta go. You gotta. I'm telling you, man. I could hook you up with the Grandmaster at uh, Craig Gleason School of Bad Boy Academy uh, Education Connection. Is that's my boy, Craig Gleason? Dude, shout oh, out. Headed, I might be headed through that Phoenix area. I might Check have it out. To stop class. Him and his brother Steven, man. They could show you what's up. You think you're fully qualified, Ryan? Think again. Hey, uh, Jake. Yes. Can I ask Martin uh, uh, for permission? Y yes. Okay, Martin. Martin, can Garrett ask you for permission? Uh, sure. Martin, I, I wanted to ask you permission to uh, blast an air horn just in celebration for girl tees. Please, please, Garrett, do that. Okay. That's beautiful. Garrett, are you suffering from any bursitis? Um, no. It well, playing with the horn helps. You taking off your shirt? My I got shirt something is to off. play with. That's making rifle burst. He's talking about his dick. Is that what bursitis <laughs> is, Ryan? Uh, no, bursitis is an infl inflammatory disease of the bursa, which are the small sacs of fluid in between muscles that, uh, when you have muscles that rub on each other. The bursts in between them so that the muscles don't rub on each other and cause damage. So they get inflamed and it like hurts you. Yeah, you get in, they get inflamed and you get like big bumps and like you can't move your arm or your knee. Oh. Those are the places you'll normally get bursitis. And so playing with an air horn does help. You would prescribe air horn once a day. Air horn specifically, hopefully at a golf course. Do you okay. think? Do you think our boy GMC for sure has got that bursitis? Absolutely. And he needs to get an checked. Air horn an air horn a day keeps a doctor away. Shut up. Yeah. I keep Ryan away all the time. Whenever I Don't. see him, I just play an air horn, and he can't be there. I Why? have to leave. Is that like a... What is that? That's like a professional kind of... Obligation? Okay. Well, our, our ears are so sensitive from stethoscopes that they're... It's too loud. I see. Well, boys, I hope you're excited about these shirts. I'm wearing one right now. I'm wearing that I'm GCP I'm excited for these t-shirts. Dude, I'm excited Martin let me play an air horn. Thank you, Martin. It, in honor of girl gaming cult podcast tees. Spread awareness of anti-slut shaming. That's right. 
But how do you stand on binge viewing? Oh yeah, I'm we didn't uh, really get to binge viewing. I'm all for <laughs> I'm all for binge viewing. I, I was I was told off by a friend due to my binge viewing of Arrested Development. I, I was told it was very inconsiderate that I binge viewed and then just walked around a acting like everyone else had the same time to binge view like I did. Did you have to like hide it? Is it like a social stigma? Yeah, I couldn't talk about anything that I had watched because I was so ashamed of my binge viewing that I sat down and watched a show that I was excited for, but you know, that's my fault. I watched half a season of Game of Thrones, I'm so sorry, my friend. <laughs> you know, binge viewing uh, is a trope of slut shamers, so I wouldn't go around just announcing that you're a binge viewer because people might make that association. So like a binge viewer is in league with the slut shamer and the first date fucker. Yeah, it's, um, a, they're, they're, it's a trope of the binge viewer, yeah. All brought together by the 420 Fedora Boys. Do it. I I don't know them. No, I've never heard of those guys. I just made them up. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> Martin. Yep. Can you make up a group of men that we can we can like you know be against? Uh. Slut shamers. No, you gotta make up a new one. Those are very real. That's real. Yeah. No, I say we should be against that. I am. But Martin, I go am ahead. Too. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Martin. Uh, well, they're coming. They're coming, guys and girls. They're coming. They're coming around your way very soon. And they're, go they're going to debut at PAX Australia, Melbourne Showgrounds, uh, mid-July. I really should just get the official date, shouldn't I? Hang on. While he does that, I'm going to stall for him. This is what you call picking up the slack. Ryan? Fill for time. Hey, what's up, Garrett? How are your hands? Are they soft or are they rough? Uh, now, I moisturize every day due to my profession as a chiropractor because I touch a lot of people and I need ever, to keep my hands smooth. Do you ever touch like a real hairy back and you just got to deal with it? I have. I've had to massage a real a man's real hairy back and we had to use uh, some, some Biofreeze, which is a mentholated gel to help cool down the muscles. But it was oh. getting matted in his hairy back. It was quite gross, but I just had to power through. You don't, because you don't wear gloves, because the human touch is that, you got to give that compassion. Absolutely. Skin on skin t contact is, we're taught, you know, you do that, it's good uh, to put the patients at ease so that they know that you're there for them and that you care and that you're getting that real connection. Now, if, if you're wearing them gloves, they think you might be going somewhere else. Oh. Uh, yeah, you know what? I had to do that in school and it was not fun. I you got had to... the Midas touch, where everything I touch turns to gold. <laughs> awesome. you, had to, you had to give a, a, a proctology exam in, in school? So, so in the state of Oregon, chiropractors have special rights. I had to do the following. I had to do a, a, a gyneco, gynecology exam. I had to do a, a vaginal and anal exam on a woman. Mm -hmm. I had to do a male prostate exam of the penis. Oh, yeah. And I had Get to up do in that a butt. prostate and proctological exam on a man as well. Worst part, the uh, the proctologi proctological exam on the man. Uh, dude looked just like my grandpa and sounded oh. just like him. Dude, that's hot. <laughs> so, oh, man. It was really weird. It was like, no, Papa, why? Now, you, you have... I bet the boner was even weirder. 
Well, he didn't get one of those, but when he told me that I was a little right of his prostate while I was inside of him and I should just sweep by, that was oh. a little weird. <laughs> sweep on by. Sweep on by to the left and get it. To the right or the left. Oh. Your way, of course, my boy. Now, I know you have uh, doctor-patient confidentiality, of course. but Indeed. did I've heard when you grow old as a man that your testicles can start to sag and hang and kind of almost like they're dripping off of your body very long do they does that happen do they get very long well thankfully i can talk about this because he wasn't my patient he was a model hired to he let once a week he would let uh other people stick fingers in his butt for money oh fuck that he this guy's a fucking regular yeah he works the circuit he works the circuit man he works the the circuit that's actually not even a joke. In in Oregon, there's a lot of um, of uh, medical schools. There's us who did the chiropractic. There's a naturopath school. There's a internal medicine school. And these people who are professional, uh, you know, model patients, the ones that did the internal exams, as we call it, anything where a finger goes in an orifice, they got paid extra. And this guy had been doing it for years. He came up. It was time for the proctological exam. He was eating a Wendy's cheeseburger. Oh, down, oh, dropped, dropped his pants, and it was like, go at it. And yes, the, the, his uh, his testicle region had drooped, and he he was uncut, and he had to lift his uh, testicle sac so I could check the underside of it for um, cancers or swellings, and uh, then uh, right right in the prostate. Was he all clear? He was all clear. Oh, thank goodness for that. Yeah, someone was here last week. And then three more people did it that day, and then he did it uh, once once a week for nine weeks. This guy's got to be getting more out of it. Like, he's got to be into it more than just, you know what I mean? I mean, man, they get paid. I they We were never told numbers. We just said they were taken care of better than any of the other student or uh, model patients. That makes sense. I feel so. the fucking... The woman who has to get her gynecological and anal exam weekly. What must well, there's, her social life be like? There's two of those. Like, there's only one of the other ones, but there's two ladies, and they they switch off. Now, uh, I was told there was Just one... Just b- before, before we move on to the fairer sex, uh, yeah. Martin, can we give a, a, a GCP shout-out to the prostate demo circuit? Shout-out to the Liberty Prostate Circuit. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out. Shouts out. Sweep and to the right. (laughs) It's like the karate kid. To the left, to the left. (laughs) Paint my fence. So the the female, there there are two models. Uh, One of them was quite attractive and younger. The other one uh, was uh, older and uh, not so... I I heard that the hygiene wasn't well kept on her. Oh, dear. So uh, my guess which one I got? The old lady. The I got old lady. the old lady. I got the old lady. She let's just say she did not keep her business uh, clean or dry. Ladies, please. Not Everything clean. Was little, like it was little floppy and smelly, and uh, uh, it made the room smell. A little bit. Oh Jesus! Oh, fuck. But I haven't gotten to the worst part. The worst part was these models are told to void their bowels before. Uh, the examinations, uh, you know, uh-huh. the men, it's clean. Everything was nice and clean. Good uh-huh. woman. Uh, so I was doing the yes. anal rectum exam, got in. All of a sudden, oh, what's that? Something's turtle head in there. And it was it was <laughs> a stool. 
I felt a stool from the inside, uh, took my finger out, uh, and threw those gloves away, and immediately washed my hands. Uh, we've all been there, guys. Yeah, once or twice. That that was a first for me when it came to that. This is the facts of life. So, Pax, I, I, so Pax Australia. <laughs> Hell of a transition. Mel Melbourne showgrounds in the lovely state of Victoria, July 19th to 21st, 2013. Gaming Cult Podcast will have the booth there, and we will be having some fun. We'll be selling some t-shirts. Those two GCPTs are making their debut worldwide. So come on down. I know a lot of you Australians are coming down. From statewide, are coming to see us Game Cult boys, and we're going to be there. Is uh, Brian Abushakra still 100% confirmed? Unfortunately, uh, we had to withdraw on that one. No. No longer. What? They no. won't let him into the country or what? No. No, he just... It was just... Um, I don't know, man. Was he putting us on? You think it was a ruse? I I mean, he is a bit of a trickster. He's been known to be a bad boy himself. Okay, so we've got 100% now. If we take away 100 percentiles... What does that leave us with? Who's zero. Gonna, now, who's good at math? It is zero. Uh, is it? I mean, I just guessed, but... Martin, is it zero? Uh, I'm going to go with Garrett's guess. Yeah. Okay. Brian, my friend, we love you. We will see you next yeah. year. Oh. But hey, me and Zach are going to be there. And who knows who else? It's more than enough. I mean, what else do you need other than the Ennis boys? You get them two macho brothers in the room together. Is the Melbourne Convention Center big enough to hold all no, that machismo? No. Melbourne. Let's, let's let's try that again, Mr. Ryan. <laughs> Melbourne. Is that, is that not Mr. Ryan, my friend? Let's try that again, Melbourne. Can I can I Melbourne? There you go. The Melbourne S Convention Center. Truth. Can it hold all of that in this machismo? What two two young gaming cult boys? Is it going to be enough? Uh, well, they did extend. They did. They sold out. And then they extended the main exhibition hall, and then they sold out again. So, goddamn, it's gonna be a big one. It's gonna Man, be. This sounds like it's wow. gonna be a thing. Mm. Shouts out to Pax. Shouts out to Penny Arcade. Shouts out to Read Pop Australia. You guys are great. You've been helping us out a lot. It's gonna be a great time this July. We can't wait. Gaming Cult yeah. Podcast. Go out and support Pax and the Gaming Cult and Robert Koo. Hmm. Give a shout out to that Koo. Is Koo going to be there? I assume he will be. Koo will be of the who's who. When you see Koo mingling with the who's who, yeah, give him a woo-woo. Woo-woo doggy. Uh-huh. Is, is he down with the clown? Oh, until he's so fucking dead in the ground. Oh, shouts out. Martin, you excited? I am excited. Look at what's happened, man. Look at what we started. We started this show with just you and me talking about... Weird dumb, <laughs> weird dumb games, and look what's happened. How the fuck yeah. did this happen? I, I don't know, honestly. It's pretty cool. You guys it did is. it. You guys started something that is now internationally beloved. I, I, I'd like to remain modest, but thank you. It's true. I see the stats. Yeah. No, but shouts out to all our listeners in South America and Russia, Asia, Europe, what South Africa. What makes something beloved and not just loved? Well, when it's just love, that it's like, hey, you, I love that. When it's beloved, you hold it near and dear. When a 19-year-old uh, boy writes a Seinfeld slash fanfiction, apparently. That's, that's true. beloved. Yeah. That's beloved, yes. Mm. Our dear boy Zach Innes couldn't be here today. Oh, Where is he? Well, uh, I don't know. I'm guessing girlfriend. 
Oh. Zach has a girlfriend? That's what I've had. Dude, he always fucking talks about her. I've, I don't think I've ever heard about this. Hey, confirmed, she is nice. Is she? She is nice. Is she? Oh, I, cool. I asked her, are you nice? She said, yes, my friend, I am nice. Thank you for asking. She is nice. Mm. Martin, what do you think of all this girlfriend business? Mm. I mean, at first I thought that Zach's girlfriend was actually his right hand. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but I... I don't know. It could be true. Uh, I just have a hard time, like, getting the thought into my head. I guess. Well, I mean, I could see. I could see why he's quite a. He's quite a manly uh, Australian. I mean, he's 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 got that accent. He's got he's, that attitude. Yeah. And he's got that Croatian charm. Shouts out. He's he's got that chiseled jaw. He's got that barrel chest. He is. And he's got. He's got that quick wit. He is sure. half a Dalmatian. One half? Yeah, one what? half Dalmatian. One, and one, he one dates a bird girl. One of the 101. Shout out. I say shouts out a lot, don't I? You do. It's yeah. good, though. I mean, we're, we give shouts out across the world. I think people like to hear a shout mm. out. Who can we give a shout out to? Goddamn. Once again, Andrew Douglas and Stu Lowe, designers of the GCPTs. Uh, General Martin? Yep. Can we get a segue, please, for the second time in a row? Let's do it. To what exactly? Just segue us, Martin. Get us there. Video games. Video games. <laughs> Boys, there have been some things happening. Um, a big thing happened. A new console got announced. It is the Xbox One. Very big. No relation to no. KRS. No relation to KRS One. Xbox One, didn't that come out in, like, 2001? Uh, <laughs> that was, like, the first one, right? <laughs> Ryan, you did it. Thank you. He did it. So, Martin, what do you think? Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, I won't be buying one. Like, not at all, ever? Yeah. We don't, uh, we don't know that much about it, really. The little that I do know, pretty much makes me lead to the decision of not getting one. We know we, we know the specs and we know what they're not going to do with the console. That's about it, really. Yeah, yeah. And that, for, uh, and that a new Forza game's coming. Or, uh, that, they'll the, probably charge you for playing used games, if I understood that correctly. Oh, that's it's correct. Somewhere. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not getting uh, an you, Xbox one. Martin, have you heard about the newest copyright they have? Uh, no. So, you have to have the Kinect camera on at all times. Uh, Microsoft has now patented a technology to tell exactly how many people are in a room while watching a rented movie, and if they <laughs> determine too many people are in the room, they will charge you for a second license for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is real, by the this way. Is this is absolutely 100% real. This is a real... Now, now, this is a real patent that they have filed, yet, you know... We don't know that they're going to use this on the Kinect. This they is just probably will. I mean, well, I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting nonetheless that that they're looking to make a technology that can <laughs> essentially for the purpose of charging admission to your fucking yeah. living room. Uh, I'm with Martin. I'm not getting one. Yeah. Fuck that. I. Fuck. I mean, for several mm -hmm. reasons. 
I remain optimistic. I think that everything they showed was terrible. And and I think that the 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 system is meant to do so many things other than play video games. I don't have much of an interest in it. Exactly. However, I do feel like if the software dictates the purchase, then I might pick one up. I never planned on getting a 360 because I've always been a Sony guy until Dead Rising was 360 exclusive. Same with uh, my original Xbox. I, I was bedazzled, if you will, by Halo 2 multiplayer, and I had to run out and get one of those. So. I mean, if something is worth getting a th uh, an Xbox One down the road, I may, but I have no interest in all the television and TV viewing, uh, I guess, demonstrations that they gave on stage. It seems mm -hmm. to be all they talked about. Mm -hmm. From what we've seen so far, I mean, it's pretty obvious that the Xbox One will cater to Call of Duty fans and sports fans, which I'm not, seems. so I don't know. I'd like well, to, uh, I'd like to quote tweet, if I may, that I feel sums up how I feel uh, quite well. My feelings have been summed up in less than 140 characters. How, really? wait, how, how many characters is it on Twitter? 140 like characters. 140. It's exactly. Thank you. People say Call of Duty has gone to the dogs, but in truth, the dogs have gone to Call of Duty. That's from Call of Duty Dog on Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I like I like Forza games. I like the Forza games a lot. Forza Four is fantastic. I still play that. Uh, my dad plays that a lot. He's hundred percent of that several times. And yeah, I don't know. It's not going to be enough for me to buy the system, but I'll probably buy it because I buy every system. Which fucking that's a shitty reason to buy the console. But yeah, I, I'm mm -hmm. gonna you know what? I'm gonna wait till E3 and then wait to see if they come up with anything else to wet my whistle. Here's I feel... why you shouldn't buy their product. I'm sorry to sorry. So no, no. I don't know if you, your viewers know, but I have a long, well-known problem with the Microsoft service. My uh, gamer tag was stolen by some guy in Russia two years ago, oh, who might nice. be listening to your podcast. So if you're out there, guy in Russia, uh, thanks a lot. Uh, and I lost my entire account. I you lost all the points. I had lost all of my uh, licenses of, of all the. Xbox uh, arcade games I, I had ever bought and I can't play them. Now I want you to think about this. On the new system when you buy a game, even a copy of a game like you you know a, a disc, you have to register the license for that disc on your account. If you then lose your account your entire library of games are no longer yours and you would have to pay their used game license to play games that you bought new. Disc licenses suck man. Yeah. I do not trust them for a second. I mean, if I lose my account again, any game I bought is now not mine. Not just downloaded, but in a store. I can't and, support and that. You should let everyone know, uh, this was this happened two years ago. They basically hang up on you whenever you try to call customer service and get help, right? I mean, they still yep. have not remedied this, and you were financially out of how many Microsoft points? I lost a couple thousand Microsoft points, and I had just renewed a year of live. Jesus Christ. So wow. all of that and, is on plus the couple hundred dollars in Xbox Live arcade games and DLC that I had bought. I lost all the licenses to all of that. 
and still have not had any remedy and and xbox basically tells you what what did the what did the customer service lady tell you last time you called them like she you, said there's just there's nothing you <laughs> i can do she said that she could give me uh what was it 300 points worth to buy a cool hat for my avatar and start over <laughs> start up. and when i said that's bullshit she said well have a nice day and hung up wow yeah. good job microsoft uh, so you know what? I uh, am now a Sony boy. I wasn't before, and I mean, the best thing that Sony ever did was let Microsoft screw me over. I am now Sony and Nintendo for life. I'll play those Japanese games. I'll play those Japanese systems. Oh, fuck America. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Ryan. Yeah. Welcome to the winning team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> A another great quip in the uh, uh, console wars. <laughs> Garrett, my friend, <laughs> hit us with some of that Xbox One humor. <laughs> um, if uh, what what am I supposed to uh, keep my system online all day? You speak first. You go first. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> keep it uh, keep it online all day. <laughs> but you went first, Martin. You ready? Can you do? <laughs> do this, Martin. You can do it. I don't know. Just do it. You can, you can. You say funny. You say funny thing about the Xbox One, because it's like the 360, and they could should could have called it the 360 one, but they took away 360, and now they have the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, they took. <laughs> they took away 359 fucking steps and called it the Xbox One. <laughs> They call it. I, 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 I hear. Uh, I hear they call it the Xbox One because you turn one degrees and walk away. <laughs> the Xbox One has. It's more like the X boned. Oh, but you see, you see, you only turn one degree, so you end up walking into your television set. <laughs> and. Uh, and and your connect that always has to be on will see you uh, and it'll uh, put that up on YouTube and call it fail. dot <laughs> org. Well, fail dot mov. Okay. Probably what it'll upload it as. Copyright Microsoft. Yeah. Wasn't it by MP4s on YouTube? I don't know. I don't. I don't go on that site any longer either. Jesus, Ryan, way to kill the mood. <laughs> new ways to watch TV, new ways to interact and talk to the Xbox to get your favorite content. Well, it's a fucking gaming console. I just want to play a video game on it. And I feel like outside of the United States, none of those television features are going to fucking work anyway. See, but that's not, that's the thing. It's, it's, we think it's supposed to be a gaming console. <laughs> it's so true. Australia like, is just going to get the shit end of the deal. Hey, what? shouts out Quick Flicks. Yeah, what, what are you going to fucking... Are you going to be able to use the Netflix app? Are you going to be able to use Hulu Plus? Are you going to be able to t tell it to record, you know, whatever the fuck voice-activated bullshit they include? Like, it, that no. shit isn't going to work. It's not going to work in Canada. It's not going to work in Australia. It's not going to work in the UK. And this it, is supposed to be a worldwide launch. You know, I, now, I don't know what their plans are for, you know, region specifics, but... I, I just, I hope that they show some fucking blow your mind games at E3 
because I honestly feel bad for how fucking terrible the press they're getting on this whole thing is. Well, just think of the PlayStation, uh, uh, the PlayStation 4 reveal, how awesome that was. Yeah, and I, I thought it was awesome at the time. I think it's awesome now. Yeah. Uh, all games. No all those hard. games. Yeah. Another thing about the Xbox One is that, let's be realistic, it won't be released in Japan. Oh, no, the fucking size alone dictates that no one has the room for it in, in Japan. Yeah, mm. exactly. Which leads to that Japanese developers will not develop any games for the system. <laughs> That's true, at the moment, at the moment. And it's it's early days, so we're, we're calling early days here. Official yeah, GCP true. early days calling. It's But at the moment, that is not going to be a Japanese success. No, no, no. Well, the no. barely was. The 360 yeah, only took off in Japan because of Blue Dragon. Yeah, and Tales of Vesperia. Uh, yeah. Like, so far, I think the 360 has sold, like, 2 million copies in well, uh, Japan. Hang on. We're, 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 we're for, you're forgetting the Convenience Mart uh, 200 <laughs> You're forgetting convi the Convenience True. Mart 200X here, Martin. Let's yeah, be that must have sold an additional 500,000 copies. True. Martin? Mm-hmm. Can I get permission to play an air horn for uh, Convenience Store uh, Simulator 2000? 200x. Oh, it's oh, it was only two. It was only 200x. Yeah. Oh yeah. well, that doesn't that doesn't really deserve a, an air horn. Oh, Maybe just, it's like, just it's like machine it's gun like fire. The... Yeah, yeah. Look. Oh, listen to that. Watch out. The, the eighth game, number 200, is the eighth one. Mom, get blood clot. Well, so I'm not gonna buy an Xbox One. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. I'll get I'll get one eventually. I'll get everything, but fuck. Well, I didn't get the Neo Geo X, but ugh. <laughs> I was supposed to be a piece of shit, anyways. Huh? Yeah, just a bad emulator, unfortunately. Rock, yeah. Rocco's little brother got one, and I checked it out. Oh my god, it was flimsy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I hyped that thing up to Dominic as well, and now I feel bad. Oh, he was gonna get it regardless. He's yeah. like a fucking fanatic too, so. Has there, like, been any physical games released for the system? Uh, yeah, Ninja... Yeah, what? besides that. Yeah, nin no, I don't. Th I haven't checked the site in a while, I don't know. <laughs> because I yeah, remember we're... them specifically going out saying that they would eventually release all the games on, like, a physical SD card or whatever the format they use is. Yeah, it's, it's more or less an SD card, yeah. They've got Ninja Warriors, which came with the limited edition, but... I don't know, I think that might be it so far. I'm gonna actually... You talk amongst yourselves. How much was that thing? Like two hundred uh, bucks? Yeah, two hundred. Yeah, oh. two hundred. I guess the uh, it was it was like a little portable thing, but then it docked. Is that correct? Yeah. No, it looks really cool. Like it, it's the it's design's really cool the, and everything. The portable part is the only part I got to check out, and it was like just so flimsy. <laughs> it was sad. Well, the, 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 unfortunately, the sound emulation was way off. They cut out bits of the game, like intros and stuff, and uh, the, color, oh. the colors were off. Mm -hmm. and, but, uh, yeah, the sound emulation was way, way off, which is... I mean, if you're going to buy something like that, you're buying it for the full package for the nostalgia. And, I mean, if it's missing anything, then I feel like... You're going to feel money yeah. yeah. Checking now on the web on the official website, it's still Ninja Masters that is released. They haven't um, <laughs> released any plans for anything else. And they yeah. probably won't. Nope. Yeah. Maybe when that thing gets clearanced out at like seventy bucks, I might like search one out. 
you to I would have to go a little bit lower than that. It's a good yeah, way yeah. for first timers to to get into SNK games, maybe. I, I, I thought I thought it was just kind of a cool collectible to have. It was like this is an official SNK release kind of thing. It yeah, it's yeah. neat. Second party, which is second good. second party, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What is second party? That's within the 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 umbrella of the first party, uh, but they, it's they... made by a different studio. Just like just like. Uh, uh, retro games made, you know, like Metroid Prime games and everything. That's a second party title. So is Donkey Kong Country Returns. That's a second party title. You know what I mean? So it's gotcha. like it's under it's under the official license, but it's manufactured or programmed by. And it comes out as a, 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 a contracted game. company. Yeah. Yeah. So are like the Oracle games because those were made by Capcom? Is that like a second party game? No, that'd be third party. What's Oracle? But it's Zelda. Oh, no, that, that, that's, no, oh yeah, okay, no, that's defi definitely second party. And hey, shout shouts out to our boy Matthias, uh, Mont, and uh, Martin himself, uh, Mr. Olin. We, you yep. did that Zelda special, man. People loved yeah. it. Yeah, I loved that. That was awesome. Thanks. Thanks. You guys, you guys talking with so much, uh, you know, like I feel like I'm one of the only people that love uh, Zelda Two: The Adventures of Link. Mm. <laughs> and and you guys you guys talked in depth about that side scroller and I I mean even though you guys did, weren't that big of fans, uh, it was just so cool hearing you guys talk about it again. I loved that game. Yeah, uh, like I like I mentioned, we uh, we initially planned it to be like an hour or so, and then we just kept on talking and talking oh, yeah. and talking. <laughs> you guys went through every game. It was fantastic. It's great. Yeah, we did. so good. It was a Thanks. comprehensive, definitive. GCP Zelda special, definitely. And shouts out again to Matthias. We'll have to get Matthias on the show sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zelda Two was like that was the one I played as a kid, and I hate that game so much. I, the the soundtrack, the is music amazing. is so yes. The dungeon music for fucking yes. Zelda Two. Oh my god. I've been trying to beat that game for two months on my 3DS, oh, no, and I never. get so frustrated that I oh, I literally the other night almost threw my 3DS against the wall. Oh, you got to go talk oh. to Air. <laughs> I'm, he, I met okay. He is error. Okay, you you got to go meet error, and that's how. I mean, that's all it I did. A, it took me a week to get through Death Mountain without dying. Oof. I didn't. I never knew that you had to get the candle. <laughs> that was no. that was my thing. As a fucking kid, I knew like maybe four or five places I could go. Uh, one of them was trying to get through caves and shit without a candle, and I would. I just I didn't make the correlation that was before I'd learned how to play video games or RPGs or use any kind of common sense in gaming as far as puzzle solving. So someone showed me that and it was like a fucking that's probably a pretty important point as far as me learning how to learning how a video game works, like learning how the programmer, the developer gives you these tools to accomplish your goal it was like someone showing me that like oh yeah you can't see in here because you don't have the candle equip the candle oh fuck that makes sense like that was a big thing for me was that like your first major gaming moment that's that one sticks out huge because i had played all my nintendo games as a child and then at like a friend's house we dug out an old nes dusted all the cartridges off blue in them until they worked and then i remember staying up all night maybe it uh, it had to be uh high school and going through zelda 2 and being like yeah i never got this da, 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 da. And my buddy's like yeah you got to use the candle like oh jesus christ that that makes <laughs> sense 
And it was like, oh, it was like a, a couple months later, Final Fantasy VII came out, and it was like, okay, I'm gonna try an RPG. I think I get it now. Like, so yeah, that was probably oh. pretty, uh, pretty important. Martin, you and, you, Martin, Martin, you and Matthias never finished uh, Zelda Two, did you? Um, no. Yeah. Martin, can, uh, Martin, can you reprise your wall, uh, role as the Link's Awakening kid breaking the fourth wall, please? They say that if you press the start button, it will show you the map screen, but I'm just a kid. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Martin. What a little shit. Can we, can we get an encore? <laughs> Martin, can we get an encore? <laughs> can you do, please do the error? Can you do the, can you do the error skit? <laughs> <laughs> the what skit? <laughs> the error skit. My friend, the error skit. Error skit. Error. 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 Jeez, I'm pretty tight. What was that? Your error. Your, your error. I am error. Thank you, Martin. There it was. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I like how we just like constantly make <laughs> Martin constantly making things. me say things <laughs> <laughs> that like make no sense or have no punchline or setup. It's just so base. It's one of the best parts of the show. It is. Thank you, Mom. It's my, it's my favorite. I um, yeah, I was a big fan of that uh, that episode, Martin. You guys did a good job. Cool, thanks. Right, gentlemen, video games. Oh yeah, we're playing some video games. We're gonna talk some posy. We're gonna get posy vibes on some vid games. How's that sound? We get some positive mental attitude up in here. Yeah, we're gonna try our best. Uh, more. Mortal Kombat just came out here. Oh no. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the complete edition with the K. Mortal Kombat 9 or 7 or whatever it was. Was it 9? Yeah, it nah, nine. it's it's 9. It's Mortal Kombat 9. Is Please the, get it right. It's the unofficial title, yeah. That uh, that was banned in Australia. Uh, before, it was. Yeah, before we had our, our R18 rating and now we have our R18 rating. They re-rated it and brought it out as the complete edition uh, with the K for complete. Uh, oh. with, with extra characters and stuff, and yet the original one is still banned and illegal to own in this country. Illegal, as in you, you, if you had imported it, you will be. You could get up to a twenty thousand dollars fine. Holy wow! Shit. Yep, because it's contraband. Are you allowed to own a Blu-ray copy of Cannibal Holocaust? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that came out here. But it probably didn't. I know it that might, was... it might have. It might have. Our um. Our film ratings are a little bit more lax, but I'm not, I'm not sure about Cannibal Holocaust in particular. That was banned back in the day, but I don't. I think a lot of that stuff all kind of got lifted. Do you guys have an NC-17-like rating? Nope. Are those movies banned? Uh, no. No, we have Orgasmo. Okay, <laughs> Orgasmo. I was gonna say. I just remembered something, speaking of, like, banned movies. Did you uh, guys know that Life of Brian was banned in Norway? What? Really? That's right, it was, yeah. Yes. Why? I forgot that it was banned in Norway, though. Wow. Take, take a guess. So take a guess. Norga, what happened, man? Take a guess as to why it was banned. They don't like is it. Is it a very Christian. Christian? Norway is an extremely Christian country. It yeah, is. there you go. Yeah. It is. Then why uh, does all the black metal uh, come out of Norway? <laughs> they just answered all... your in fucking question, right? The you, yeah, the you. <laughs> The youth are rebelling against the uh, the oppressive parents. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, I, I, but I remember I was 
I was in, I've got a Norway story very quick. When I was in Stavanger, I was watching the Norwegian news and the princess of Norway was on TV saying that she was going to start a school for angels. Now, I don't know what the alumni is going to be like. I don't know how you enlist an angel into a school, but yeah, that was, that was the royalty on, on national news saying those things. The fucking princess of Norway, a little sister or something. How did my little sister get this cute? Shouts out Norway. Shouts out. Nope, that was that was a Bioshock joke. Never mind. Oh shit. Hey, I finished Bioshock Infinite. That was a great game. That's a great fucking game. Oh man. Game of the year. The I ending. Need to play that. Oh yeah, you have to, dude. dude. It's, it's great. It's really great. It'll be. It's 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 not a long game. Uh, well, uh, if you do it's- what I do and be a kleptomaniac and check every trash can, then <laughs> that's me. Yeah, then it'll take you 12 hours like it took me, but... I, Called uh, 15. Yeah. But, hey, I like it. Yeah, I need to borrow that from... I think Rocco or Eric both have it. I want to borrow it from him and check it out. I, I I don't have to pay a licensing fee to borrow that game and play it, though. So, I, you know, I'll, I'll be able to do that without having to pay any type of... Uh... Oh, dude, YOLO. Yeah. And if you borrow, if you borrow it on <laughs> PS3... You get a free copy of Bioshock you can download onto your hard drive as many times Ooh. as you want. Ooh, I have I also, have a sealed copy of Bioshock. <laughs> now you can never open it and leave it on your shelf preserved forever. I have an hey, unplayed hey, Steam hey, copy hey, that I got for two fifty. Oh, two fifty is yeah. a fucking deal. Yeah, man, Steam That's sales. Hundred, well, at least eighty unplayed games on my Steam. I did play. <laughs> I did play DRS though. That's a good game. Play Dear Esther if you want a if you want a great story driven game. What's it called? Dear Esther, S E S T H E R, as in um, uh, Rooster Teeth or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of this game, but I don't know what it actually is. It's it, like a story, right? There's no. It's something that's made in the Half Life engine. It's an indie developed game, and it is story driven. It is randomly generated story driven. And it is very, it's a very moving game, very moody. Play it by yourself in the dark, one night in one sitting, and just get sort of sucked into it. And Ooh, the guys, that. it's an experience. The guys, who, the guys who made that are actually working uh, now uh, on the new uh, Amnesia, a machine for pigs. And they're bringing in that sort of Dear Esther moodiness to the next Amnesia game. I like watching PewDiePie play Amnesia. Fuck off. <laughs> Martin loves his fellow countrymen. <laughs> is Amnesia the scary game where stuff scares you and everyone on YouTube uploads themselves screaming like a little yeah. girl? It's I don't a very fucking. Scary game. I don't get that Slenderman shit and all that other stuff. Like I don't know. That just doesn't seem fucking scary at all to me. You oh, need to play I Amnesia. Agree Amnesia is great. The, the new Slender game is actually a little bit scary. It's. I it's, just. I don't know. Give me a Cerberus jumping through a window if you want me to jump. Mm-hmm. I'll do. I'll do that for you. Can you Garrett. like? Can you reenact that? Was that like a? Huh? Uh, yeah. Here, I'll, it was like. Huh? Garrett, let me paint you a picture of amnesia. Think about a game where you cannot fight. You can only hold a lantern and hide, and you're slowly going insane while monsters are coming that you can't even imagine. Amnesia is fucking terrifying. You don't understand. That game needs to play be played by yourself in the dark with headphones, and it'll be the scariest experience you've ever had with a video game. You can't, it's yeah, great. That, you can't even look at the uh, at the malevolent entity that's trying to 
take your being from your very self because it's in, it's invisible right and if it it's, gets it's, to you it just fucking, automatically it's kills fucking, you it's fucking no, there's, not, it sure there's isn't one, there's one uh, level where you're going through a water stage where oh, the, the malevolent entity doesn't even have yeah the water stage it doesn't even have a character model it is just if you get caught all of a sudden you're fucking dead but a lot of the other monsters do have models and they're creepy but you can't look at them because if you do you will go insane oh really it's, it's a yeah. It's a that, terrifying game, man. That, uh, all I've seen is fucking idiots screaming on YouTube, so that's my point of reference. But that <laughs> actually, that that sounds pretty decent. I'm just I'm not a PC gamer, so I, I need to get a I need to get that Steam account going. Well, then if you want to play a real scary game, get yourself a GameCube and play the greatest scary game of all time, Eternal, Eternal Darkness. Darkness. Hey, whoa! Eternal Darkness is the greatest video game can we, ever. Can made. we just can we just get can we just get like a, a round of applause for a double up there on a good game? Double up, Martin and Ryan knocking it out of the park. Martin, um, I'm very glad that you like that game too, because I don't meet a lot yeah, of people man. who do. But that is my favorite game of all time. Yeah, I really? have I. I do have that game, and that is, again, that is a great game. I would also recommend Alone in the Dark, A New Nightmare on the Dreamcast. There's a part in that fucking, <laughs> in that fucking game, in Internal Darkness, where it makes you think that your GameCube has just shit a brick. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there's a part in the game where uh, the game tricks you into believing that you're accidentally deleting your save file. Oh, fuck. The sanity effects uh, aspect of that game is still one of, I think, the greatest things in video games. I just wish that other games used it. Unfortunately, Nintendo copyrighted it and then never used it for yeah. anything else. They did? Yeah. Well, Amnesia yeah. did a good job of, of going along the same line of that. But but the whole like distortion of game and mm. like the your game your character will randomly explode or like your GameCube will think that it deleted its save file, that is all like messing with the fourth wall experience is actually copyrighted by wow. Nintendo. That's amazing. Yeah. That game though has the scariest uh, like moment in video games ever for me, which bathtub is the bathtub scene. bathtub scene. <laughs> uh, Martin, you oh, and I yeah. are on a level together. Damn right. Hell yeah. Right. Oh, I can't I've recommend never, that game. I've enough. never been so fucking scared of a video game as I was when I experienced the bathtub scene. I, I was actually. Was it like a was it like a Japanese girl sort of with a with the legs up in the air and? Nope. Uh, no, that's that's a. And like Jake, a, cl a cloth over Jake, her face. Jake, what? What? Jake, that's what? a that's a tub girl. Tub girl. It's on the, different. On the Nintendo GameCube. No, no. I'll show. You, I'll give you a link on Skype here later. Well, my, my mom told me about it. I don't really know much else about it. She said, "My boy, I love you so much. I've heard about this video." You should check it out for your uh, for your television show. I say, Mum, it's not a television show. We talk about video games. But said, she oh gets my confused. boy, I'm so sorry. I love there's you so much. There's viewers, so she, maybe she gets confused that you always say you're always talking to the viewers. Yeah, I guess. Ryan. Yes. My friend, I love you so much. I love you too. What is? Thank you. <laughs> what? What is your earliest gaming memory? Whether it be a console or a computer that you owned or an arcade experience or at a friend's place what is your very earliest video game memory right my 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 very earliest gaming memory is my grandpa 
the one who looked like the model whose finger <laughs> I had to put, who, uh, whose butt I had to put my finger in. How romantic. Uh, he, he, uh, my papa, I love him so much. Uh, he can played give, a lot of you, NES sorry, games. Can you, can you give him a kiss right now? Mwah. Thank you. My papa, I love you so much. Mwah. Thank you. Um, and that, well, if I do that, I have to to my Tita as well. That's what we call my grandpa and grandma. It's Papa and Tita. Tita, I love oh. you so much. Papa and, Tita. Papa and Tita. They'll be so happy, my friend. Papa and Tita. My my Papa, he loved uh, the NES games and he sat me down once. I, I was like, what are these? And he sat down uh, with me and we beat an entire game in one sitting and that game was Super Mario Brothers 2. We took turns, we played characters together and, and in a whole day we sat down and we beat that whole game together. And I remember when we got to that wart screen and we beat it, and I looked and was like, what just happened? It's like, we beat the game. And I looked at that screen, and that was what got me hooked. Right after that, my parents got me an NES, and I was into video games immediately. So my earliest gaming moment is beating Super Mario Brothers 2 with my papa. Uh, papa, tita. I still have never beat that game with uh, anyone. Guys, guys, you just... You just... Let me put. Let me correct you in the error of your ways, okay? You just you just sung the theme to Doki Doki Panic, all right? <laughs> the because that was uh, what the game was originally called in Japan. <laughs> and it had, it had a man with a turban. I don't know if he was Sikh or not, but he had he had one, and he had him flying flying carpet. So he did read a fucking book. That is my favorite Mario game, Ryan. Mario Two. Um, I would say it's in my top three. I don't know if I would call it my top one, but absolutely. It's, it's one so, of my favorite games, nostalgic-wise and just for gameplay. It's so weird, and yeah, it, it's it's so not traditionally a Mario game. And the whole story that I found out about, you know, Doki Doki Panic when I got older, yeah. it almost adds this level of, like, what it's like a knockoff. It's like a half-assed Mario. So Which that is makes... That makes it, yeah, funnier. So uh, I don't know, but like I always, I always have fucking fun playing that game, like more than any other. And uh, then he wakes up, and it was all a dream. Subcon was nothing but a memory. There you go. It's like, it's like the shittiest way to fucking storytell ever in a video <laughs> game. Shouts out Doki Doki Panic. Shouts out to our Sikh brothers in the UK and Asia and all all around. Shout out to the Sikhs. Repping that book of knowledge. Thank you for not shaving in honor of your pact with God. Badman dreads. I got them. That's true. So do they. Ryan. Yeah. I don't think we can talk anymore about Super Mario Brothers 2. Fine, I'll call it that. Whatever. No. Super Mario Brothers USA. Super Mario. Yeah. Mar Martin. Super Mario Brothers USA. <laughs> Yatta. Was, was that version of the game ever released in Japan? It was, yeah. yeah. On the Famicom. As Super Mario Brothers USA. That's yep. great. It had like a pink, it had like a pink box. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Pink and a, box? And a pink Famicom cartridge. Yep. I got Akira on the Famicom recently. God, that game's good. Mm. Akira! I can't I play didn't it. I know. <laughs> I don't have a Famicom. I will one day. Oh. Ryan. Yes. You like video games. I love video games. What do you think of them? Uh, I'm pro video games. Uh, they're great for hand-eye coordination. And they have developed my brain to be quick-witted and sharp. And I love that they're a part of my life. 
And let's leave that on a cliffhanger because we have a featured artist this episode. I love featured artists. Who, who's straight, featured? Straight from the UK, but he's repping down under. My, bo my boy Leafrist. My boy Purr. They're bringing out that album, Leafrist and Purr. The new album's coming out soon. And we're going to go to a track off their upcoming album. Ga another gaming cult podcast debut. This is Wave Wash by Purr and Leafrist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like oh. I would listen to that at, the, at like the spa. 
chilling out at the spa with Per and Lee for us. A big shout out there. Yeah. Uh, with Wave Wash. That's from their up and coming album called uh, Spirit Animal. And it'll be out soon, and I'll give you some details when that comes out. Uh, more from Lee Frist's own solo stuff uh, later on in the show. What'd you guys think of that? That was good. That was I great. liked it. It's definitely something you could put on like when you're just trying to relax and just sit and just kind of absorb and just yeah. let yourself chill out. Uh, Ryan, what's your spirit animal? Oh, yeah, this is a great question. Uh, me and my friends determined can, can you, you can you say choose. Can you say thank you, Martin, for Jake's question? Thank you, Martin, for Jake's question. Can I give you a, a countdown from seven before you answer the question? Oh, okay. That, that's the, we got to do it properly. That's true. Martin, are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm in. All right, cool. Okay. Seven. But you're, re- you're ready. On, you're ready. Is it on? Uh, uh, Ryan, just uh, shut up and just let is, me do this. Your microphone's on, Ryan. We're ready. It's okay. we're we're. I mean, this is live. So you, just give it a seven. S- six. G- Garrett, just give it a scratch. Okay, I'm gonna seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Eagle. Okay. You why, and your friends figured determ- that out. Why the we, eagle? We determined you can tell your spirit animal from your chest hair pattern. <laughs> <laughs> and I was uh, the eagle because it, it spreads out. Uh, I wanted to go with Phoenix, but they said that a spirit animal has to be a real thing. Um, but uh, my soul comes through my chest hair and it spreads out in a nice pattern and then tapers down and flies up so I was the eagle or the or or hawk either one counts now this is quite a different question to uh, what our first sonos would be or what animal we would be this is this is a very different level that we're getting on here right guys spirit animal yeah yeah uh, Garrett what is your spirit animal well I have an interesting story as well uh, when I was a younger man, and I was going through, you know, every once in a while, a, a young boy goes through that that terrible depression, hmm. and he he searches for the answers. And uh, I was I was uh, searching for some answers. I had I had seen a I had seen a, a therapist. I had tried out some antidepressant drugs, hmm. and you know those just really didn't do it. I found out through uh, this group therapy group that I was attending for for young men my age that there was this retreat and you could go and you spend the weekend up in the mountains and you can learn a lot about yourself and kind of kind of go there with the intention to fix what's broken and I I went and I was <laughs> <laughs> I was I was so I I went along with everything but it was so obvious that this was what gets parodied in like comedy sketches where you have a bunch of men around a campfire naked talking about their feelings and their spirit animals and like (laughs) it was a whole thing where it's like you know don't talk about what happens on this weekend this is just for you and this and that because if you tell people what you did they would look at you so they probably excommunicate you even more being a a younger man that I was Um, this is like right after high school there was literally a time where I spent a weekend mostly nude around about 40 other men how old were you? (laughs) I was 19 and I chose the spirit animal long story short I chose the spirit animal of the elk. 
Oh my god. Oh. But uh, but yeah, I really did go to uh, like a mountain weekend retreat to find my spirit animal and be naked in the woods with men that had much more pubic hair than I did. And um, it was, it was, yeah, it was interesting. And I had, I had the ability to grow pubic hair, don't get me wrong. Uh -huh. It's just, you know, at that time in my life, I was all about being sleek, trimmed down, you know. That's yeah, the, being the ladies. Being aerodynamic. They prefer that look. But, Do you let um, it run rough now? I let it, I, I kind of, yeah, I, I like a little, I like a tuft on the mm -hmm. top. Just mm -hmm. lets me know that I'm, I'm a manly man. You know what I mean? You yeah, trim yeah. up, you trim up, you shave up down below, you keep the sides trim. Fix but up, maybe look just, sharp. Yeah, fix up, look sharp, just keep a little tuft. But I remember actually being embarrassed of not having any pubic hair because every 40-year-old man at this place did. And I was, I was, I was very off put. Was it like a Native American vibe or what, a bunch of white dudes doing peyote kind of vibe? No, I mean, it was, it was very like AA, like there was the implied find a higher power, but we're not going to say God, it can be a doorknob if you want it to be, but trust in that. And, yeah. and, and it was very new agey and just fucking weird when I think about it now. I mean, it. It worked for me because it snapped me out of out of all the trouble that I was having instantly. When I got back, I was I was like, wow, that was okay, that was great, you know, I, I feel great and all these things, but then like a week later that feeling kind of wore off and then it was what the fuck did I just go through? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I'm not like those guys. I'm not fucking. I'm not even depressed. Why the fuck was I'm not? I don't need. I don't need to be on this medicine. I don't need to go to this fucking weird group therapy thing anymore. And I certainly don't need to go back to this fucking naked weekend in the goddamn woods. And that kind of that kind of like, like the whole the whole experience snapped me back into this reality that I exist in now, where it's just like, hey, I'm doing okay on my own. And uh, yeah, I've I've been I've been a better man ever since. But that's the long story of how I found out that I am an elk. Thank you very much, Garrett. <laughs> now we Martin. know. Martin. Yes. What you is ever, it? You ever you ever run around in the in the cold woods near your house in the nude? Uh, no, not in the nude. Dude, I'm telling you, I don't. That might I'm be not, a little. You get frostbite, you're saying, yeah. right? From yeah. a doc? Yeah. It, that might it, be a little risky. The appendage doesn't get a lot of blood flow, if you know what yeah. I mean. This was mm -hmm. Southern California, so I was I was into it. Um, but, yeah. The cold the cold scorgon of Svetigo is a different... Oh, God. When I fucking think about why I was all depressed and why I went there, it was over a fucking girl, too. How sad oh. is that? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I just realized it's like, yeah, what, what, why did I get on that? Oh, the girl. <laughs> oh man, was it Eris? <laughs> hey, <laughs> no. But one of the girls that I uh, was dating, I named uh, Aerith's character. I gave her that name when I played Final Fantasy Seven, sure? and then uh, also one of the girls in the game was this particular girl in question, and I gave her the name of not. Not um, 
not what one she was called. Martin, do you mind if we take a? Uh, uh, we will find your spirit animal, but we have to keep him. We have to keep him baited. We have to keep him waiting. Mm-hmm. Do you understand, my friend? I do. Garrett. Yes. Congratulations on the first year anniversary of the poorly played stream, brought to you by Mega Sixty Four. Oh, dude. Oh man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I I can't. I I thank you for calling in. I thank you for for everything, my friend. Ryan called in too. Ryan did call I, in. I Both did. of you guys called in, and 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 you know we've been doing that poorly played stream, and it's been one year. One year yesterday was the. You'd think there'd be fifty-two episodes, but no, only fifty. Wow, man! I think we must have taken two weeks off at some point. Yeah, yeah. But Rocco filled in for me for that uh, for that one, and then I can't remember why I missed another one. But yeah. We played a little FF7. Speaking of uh, FF7, and uh, I took—I—I kind of focused on taking calls, talking to the people. Everyone wanted to wish me that happy anniversary. That was great. Were you drinking the people's beer? Um, no, I didn't have any people's beer at the time. Martin, you're supposed mm-hmm. to send that shit FedEx overnight. I hear I'm that it's got a very it. low alcohol content. It does. I don't think you're leaving Break Edge. But um, yeah. You, yeah, but you wanted to, you wanted to say thank you or uh, happy anniversary for that song. My darling, happy, happy anniversary. Beautiful, Martin. What's your spirit animal? Uh, <clears throat> well, my story isn't as elaborate as Garrett's, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean. I okay. Let's just break it. I live in a county in Sweden called Värmland, which um, is mo- co- consists mostly of forests. And being a kid, this is a safe place, Martin. You're you're I, you're with friends. We support I, I you. I know. I know. But being can I a guess? Kid, go, go on. I I always think of you as a, as a majestic wolf. A white wolf in the snow. Yes, that's exactly that, it. But is that oh. it? But see, the thing is, being a kid in Värmland, you go out in the forest, right? Because there's a lot of forest around. Of course. And Do, is it called Skogen in Swedish as well, or is that a Norwegian thing? That's Swedish, and I think Norwegian too. But okay. anyways, wolves in Sweden are an endangered species. Like currently, I think there is only like. 600 wolves in Sweden in total. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. And one time when I was in the forest about, I don't know, maybe 12 years ago or so, I actually saw a wolf. Wow. That's fucking rad. Yes. And I've been telling people this, but they've always said to me, no, you probably saw something like a gray fox or something along those lines. But no, I've seen a gray fox and I've seen a wolf. I can, I mean, I can make the difference between them, okay? Was it like you, a spiritual experience? That must have been amazing. Yes, it was, actually. Um, I would, I would, I would think so. I would think that that would be, like, extreme, like, to be dead honest, like, I think that'd be, like, moving. Yeah. Did you guys, like, lock eyes? Well, he saw me and I saw him, so, yeah, I guess we did. Um, and I'm thankful as fuck that nothing happened. He just looked at me and walked away. 
Was he? He was like, gray. Yes. He was gray. It was a. It, it, so I'm my, my my visual here is that one scene in Princess Mononoke. Yes. Where uh, I know I know it wasn't a wolf spirit, but it was um, the uh, forest elk spirit. Hey, you know mm -hmm. what's funny? This whoa! You the god just of the fucking forest. you dude, saw Martin saw you, the god of the forest. But but you know what you just did? You just fucking reconnected a synapse in my brain. That's why I picked the elk on that fucking naked man retreat. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fucking around. That was Princess Mononoke or Mononoke Hime had just fucking come out, and I imported it. And I was obsessed with the design of the 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 elk spirit and its fucking crazy human smile. The god of the and, forest, yeah. And it was that scene in particular that you're talking about when he when when uh, they lock eyes. Is that Ashitaka? Is that his name? The I'm main sure, character? I'm sure you're right. I can't I can't yeah. recall. They lock eyes and, and and he smiles and then the bullet goes right through his neck. Uh, I cry I think I cried when that happened. That that was specifically why I picked the elk, because I was like, dude, that's the most majestic badass animal out there. Like I'm going with the elk. But I yeah, the the that's so funny, Martin. I, I picture you as a wolf in another life. Yeah, and so do I, so I guess that's funny in a way. And you said you've seen grey foxes before. Yeah, they're pretty common over here. Yeah. Did you're big, it... you you're big Frank Jaeger, Metal Gear Solid fan? I am. <laughs> <laughs> was it like it was? Did it was it like a kitsune kind of thing? Did it shape shift before your eyes into a businessman? No, a kitsune is uh, no, a fox, didn't. not a wolf. I, I'm talking about foxes. Ooh, fight! Fucking dummy. <laughs> he's not a fox. He's a wolf. He's a lone wolf who no, prowls. When alone. Martin saw the gray wolf, it shape shifted into a businessman. Martin. Yes. Am I am I am I somewhere in the ballpark of this experience? Um, unfortunately, I don't live in Japan. Oh, you don't. You haven't been seeing them yokai. Uh, nope. Oh. So. Uh, Did you see that onigiri? At least that's pretty delicious. It is pretty delicious. We onigiri, yeah. Shouts out to onigiri. Shouts out. My spirit animal is. Well, I guess when we were doing our um, animal personalities, I ended up with a tanuki, didn't I? But I don't think I'll go for that. As fond as I am of our dear Japanese shape-shifting friends, I'm going to have to go with the dragon. Ooh. And I saw one. I was down at Chinatown. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it, was new, it was New Year. And I don't know. For some reason, it had 20 human legs, but I didn't know yeah. what to make of it. So I thought, it's <laughs> that's my spirit Big animal. Big ol' flap jaw, 20 human legs, that's rad. Gung hei fat choi. Do, uh, do you think, is it a Chinese or an Asian dragon, or is this like a, like, you know, kind of Merlin, kind of Knights of the Round Table type no, medieval? No, we're, we're, go, we're going the east here, we're going Orient. Shenron style. That's right. Is it the serpent type dragon, or is it the lion-headed, uh, you know, dog dragon? Oh, that's a good point, that's a good point, uh... Look. Fudog type dragons. I don't know. Fudog or Shenlong. I might have to go away and uh, meditate on that. <laughs> Stay go, tuned. Go. Oh, oh. But I promise, I promise not to go breaking your heart, listeners. That's good. 
I listen to a podcast called uh, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, and sometimes <laughs> that's a fucking just, rad name. Yeah, <laughs> he'll just do he'll just do like a fucking thirty second ohm. Do, do you think the four of us could do that? As just a just a shout out to the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, and just kind of center our chi and kind of get the viewers at home. They could do it with us. We all kind of meditate on it. Oh, I'd be down for that, Martin Let's Olin. What do you think? I am down for it. Right. Let's do it. Okay. Ryan, as a guest, can you please start? <coughs> well, should he count it down from seven? Mm, I don't know. I think I think we will respect the laws of the universe, and and we'll leave the memes out of it. What do you think? Right. We're going on. We're going on a universal. We're going on a universal vibration here. Are you ready? Do you have your quartz and amethyst at hand? Why I've got them centered on the second chakra on my third eye. Okay, great. I'm taking a deep breath in. Are you guys you ready? You're seeing lots yes. of indigo. Okay, we're ready. I feel centered. That was, that, was, that was good. We've achieved Godhead. We can move on. Video games. Video games. Ryan. Yes. You like video games. I love video games. What video games do you like? Where did it start for you? Did you have? Was it the NES? Was that where it kicked off? It was absolutely. It was the NES. It was playing Super Mario Brothers two with my papa, and then going from the NES, you know, from there uh, straight Tita ahead. Shouts out. Poppin' Tita, I love you so much. Um, Shouts out. But no, I got a, I got a NES for Christmas that year. Uh, played Super Mario Brothers. Played a lot of the Capcom Disney games. Those were big when I was a kid. Chip and Dale. Oh, yeah. Duck. My favorite, which is still Disney's Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> and uh, is, I, that, I, is I, that a good game? That is a that's a great game, especially if you like Disneyland, because the idea is you're stuck in Disneyland. Mickey has uh, lost the keys to uh, Sleeping Beauty's castle, and you have to go collect them. Uh, there's six on different rides, and there's one that's a trivia challenge, but you have to go on Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, The Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder, Autotopia, um, no, and then the sixth one was a trivia challenge. And it took me, I, it took me 20 years to beat that game. I didn't beat that game until about a year ago, because it's hard. Well, that's because they give you one life, right? And then it's game over, and you have to start from the beginning. Except for the fact I didn't know this, but there's stars that you collect throughout all the levels that are like coins. If you press select, you can just buy more lives. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You fucking die in the game where you're trapped in Disneyland and all you can do is ride on the rides? Well, the rides are levels. Like, when you go to so, the, the... So you die on the ride. The rides can kill you in this game. Nobody, nobody, nobody dies in Disneyland. No one's ever DOA on property. So you die, but then they cart you off. Except for, oh, that, one, okay. except for that one girl that got trapped between those two walls. Not pronounced, dead, not pronounced dead on the property. No one's ever died on the property. Okay, cool. Not even Walt? Did Walt not die there? Nope. We don't know that? Is he still frozen in Orange County somewhere? Is that Does, true? I wonder if Rocco has like a, like a sort of a conspiracy about that, that Walt. 
I he, probably he probably knows about it. Th what? Those fucking guys, dude, Rocco Derek and Sean are and Kevin too. Literal and uh, yeah, and fucking Kevin and fucking Brian are f not not and I should say not so much Derek anymore. But he is a Disneyland pimp though. Shuts up. They, he is a, he is a certifiable Disneyland pimp. But th they are fucking fanatical about Disneyland. And in all hey, honesty, man. yeah, put me in that category too. You're there. You're there too. Yeah. You guys read those mouse tail books. You guys, fucking Rocco and Kevin go more than anyone I've ever fucking known. They went just last week because of that 24-hour thing. And just on a whim. They got there at 1 in the fucking morning. <laughs> it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, I, I bet you I bet you they have some interesting theories about no one being pronounced death, dead on the scene. We'll have to probe Rocco on that in the near future, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but video games. But yeah, that's a that's a great game. And then from there, I went to the Super Nintendo, the Genesis, and I mean, I've been taking off ever since. What did you video think? games? What did you think of the Philips CDI, Ryan Reed? <laughs> I <laughs> never owned a Philips CDI, uh, and I never have any intention to ever own one because the only thing I know from it is that one Wanda Gamelon game where they go, my boy. Yeah, but I don't, I don't I mean, know where that's from. It, what? I'm just kidding. Okay. My boy. My boy. Boy. Um. No, I'm not a fan. I'm 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 a fan of more of the Nintendo side. That's I I've been Nintendo for life, down since day one. That's my that's where my loyalties lie. But <laughs> well, Ryan, my friend, <laughs> does that mean that you are still a, a young a young babby, if you will, and you like to play the games where you go wow wow, baby wanna fuck. But you can't, baby, because baby dead. Wow, 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 baby, wanna fuck? You play them, you you play them games with the Wiimote, like a baby rattle. You shake it around and say, "Wow, wow, wanna play?" Yeah, I do. You I'm say no, mommy, to... no, no. He, he, hey, he said it, Martin. He is down with Nintendo from day one. He's spinning that dope ass first party bullshit. Weren't we all? I guess. Yes. We are. Mm. We're all we're all Nintendo fanboys at Pretty heart, good. I believe. Absolutely. Yep. Have you, you but have you ever met any Nintendo fangirls? I've met yes. one. A couple. I've met I've one only, specifically. I've only met one specifically too. I think the same one you, that I think you're thinking of, Dr. Ryan. Maybe. Shouts out Sh to Simon O'Neill. Shouts out. She's a nice girl. I talked to her on the Facebook. Her and her friend Crystal. You hit up Nintendo fangirl on the Facey B? Yeah, dude, I follow all the hottest cosplayers. There you go. She, I love her cosplay, man. It's great, especially her Link cosplay. It's good. Was it Link that she cosplayed, or was it... Uh, She's done just what, about every what's, fucking what's, Zelda what's, character. What's, what's, what's Link's female friend in Ocarina of Time, Martin? Uh, I, how do you pronounce it? Saria. Saria, yeah, she did the Saria cosplay. That was fantastic. The, is that the one with the bird beak nose thing? No. That's no, that's that from Wind Waker. She does that one. She does that tingle. Gets She's a got lot a of attention. What's a? Oh yeah, that the the little, uh, like coconut head thing. The zombie dude. She's got like yeah, a yeah. creepy ass redead costume. Shouts out! Shouts out to the to the NFG. She's my uh, Xbox 360 wallpaper still. Excellent. I, I did that as a joke for the first poorly played stream. And it's just been on there for a year. Oh, I fucking remember that. <laughs> I had I had this plan 
to never call attention to it. I guess I'm calling attention to it now. But every week when I did a different poorly played stream, I would just have a different, like, cosplayer girl as my uh, Xbox 360 background. And the initial intention was like, yeah, that's kind of creepy. Like, it was going to be like Jessica Negri one week and then... Oh, shouts out uh, to Negri. She's and then, doing it. And then, she's like, way yeah, she's doing it. Isn't her last name Nigiri? No, that's a sushi. No, her name's Jessica Nigiri, right? I'm not joking. No, I always say Negri, and I, I don't, I just say Negri. I don't know. Is have that I been wrong? pronouncing it? Have I been pronouncing it wrong? Maybe. Martin, what do we have a confirmation on this? Sounds like you're saying a completely different word when you're saying Nigiri. There we go. Oh shit. So, <laughs> so who's saying? So I'm saying it wrong. Jessica Negri, Nathan Drake cosplay. Best of the year. There we go. Official gaming cult cosplay of the year. Yeah, but I never changed it. The first, the first picture I chose was uh, Sam, and it's been on there ever since. There we go. Ryan. Yes. Do you have any favorite games? Can you not not a top five because we don't do that. We're not young babies. We're shaking our rattle, shaking our butts, maybe touch a butt. I don't know. But have you got five or that you can list off that you like? Um, I've got five that I could say. Hey, you got um, five on it. I got a five. I got five on it. Uh, number with that Indo weed. Shouts out to Lunas. Uh, number one, as we said before, would have to be Eternal Darkness: Sanity's Requiem for the GameCube. I can go on to lengths on why that's my favorite game of all time, but I mean, like we kind of already hit on that. May the rats eat your eyes. May the rats eat your eyes is still a hauntingly creepy when he says it every time when I travel down into that what I think is a cellar and then oh no I'm actually in an insane asylum and I've been going crazy this whole time yep so good number two Kirby's Adventure for the for the NES still I think the best NES game of all time That's and the best Kirby game great game I'd love that I have beat that yeah. game more times than any game I've ever played I beat that game at least ten times it's not challenging but it's just so goddamn fun it's a good game. Oh, it, it's not only all the levels fun, the powers are fun, but all of the different mini games. The the they've got they've got the uh, the shootout showdown. You've got the crane game. You've got the I mean everything you can do in that game is it's just immersive. When I start playing that game, I don't want to put it down. Have you got the one on the Wii? Uh, the 20th anniversary edition? No, no, Kirby's Adventure. Uh, Wii. Oh, Return to Dreamland. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? That's a pickup I need to make, and I just... You it's really hard to do, find man. around where I am for some reason, but one gotta, day I'm going to get that game. you got to do it. It's a great game. It's the best one since uh, Kirby's uh, Adventure on the NES. That, that will definitely be one of my next pickups. Um, but I would put third on that list. It's, it's something that's coming out soon. I'm just going to put it as a series, Animal Crossing. I love Animal Crossing. Wow, really? Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I never... Didn't, that's surprising. I dabbled with the first one, but I wouldn't think like a guy like you would would enjoy that game. On the, I played uh, Animal Crossing on the GameCube for about three years straight. Wow. Uh, Garrett, my friend. <laughs> so you say you played the first one. So you obviously <laughs> you had the copy on the Japanese Nintendo 64. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm sorry. Then I played the first American release. That was the the GameCube. Good game too. 
It was, it yeah. was, it was fun. I had never played anything like that, but I just, uh, man, I got sick of it like after a week and never have ever picked it up again. I think our friend Kurt Dog actually went, I think, I'm not sure if he is doing it, if he's done it or if he's about to do it. He's about to go back to his uh, GameCube save. Of Already game. did it. Ten, he did it, yeah, 10 years later. Yeah. And, um, oh my God. Yeah. His How many weeds? Shit. How many weeds did he have? Dude, there was a screen <laughs> that was nothing but weeds. Did, did all his asshole neighbors go, Oh, uh, fucking, I thought you moved away. Yeah. That's a bunch of bullshit. Um, no, pissed off. But I'm really, I'm really excited. Go it's ahead. Okay. Keep going. Oh. No, sorry. I was saying it's only been 10 years. <laughs> it's only been 10 years. I'm really excited because the reason I think that, Garrett, you say that after a couple weeks you got bored is Animal Crossing is a game that is fun by yourself, but you need... It's, it's a game you have to play with other people. And Animal yes. Crossing Leaf is coming out next week for the 3DS. It's going to have fully customizable, like you've never had in a game before. But the real reason that I think it's going to be big this time is that um, you have you have Wi-Fi and local support. You can be in people's towns when they're not around. And I know a ton of people are getting it. I'm getting it. Um, a, a lot of forum members are getting it. Um, and we're all just going to play together. And it's more of a communal experience to play Animal Crossing with a group. And that is why I cannot wait for New Leaf. Maybe I should check that out then, because that was honestly, the problem. It's coming out for 3DS on May 9th. It's only 35 bucks American. Uh, it's probably Wait, like $90 May, Australian. May, May 9th already happened. What did I say? You said May 9th. Oh, dude, so it's out now? No, it's June 9th. I said June 9th. June 9th. Okay. You said May. June but... 9th, that's... It. Well... <laughs> it'll, it'll be out any day now, basically. Play, play it's out in like that, yeah. Uh, it's no, out but in a couple days. I uh, I think I'd like to check that out then. If if you know a lot of people are getting on that, I I might want to get on that too. Cause when I had the GameCube version, I remember just to fucking see what it was like to go to another town. I made a second game save with a fucked yeah. up character, and I made a different town and would go visit that one. But it's just I'm just playing with myself essentially. No, if you have somebody's friend code on your 3DS, if you're friends with someone, you can just go to their town if they have it. I could go you, to on, Nintendo Fangirl's town. If you're friends with Nintendo Fangirl, I know she's getting it. I'm getting it. That. Eric the Doc is getting it. Uh, I believe you know Jesse Elliott is getting it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Sassy I'll, Laser uh, Mermaid. Sassy Laser Mermaid. Now I believe she goes by Veruca Pepper. It's true. Um, and I feel like it's going to be a lot more fun as a communal experience. So everyone Jake. should buy it. Yes, Jake. You getting that? You getting that Animal Crossing? Oh, I don't know. I'm on the fence. I know Zach's going to get it for sure. Um, maybe. I don't know. I, I always play. I've played most of the uh, Animal Crossing games. I own. I think I own all of them. Uh, I play them once for about three hours, and I come back to them maybe once, and then after that, never again. Yeah. Maybe this could be. Maybe this could be a new change. Is Tom Nook gonna be in this new game, Ryan? Oh, it's funny you should say that. Tom Nook is—he's uh, taking a bigger role in this game. He's no longer gonna be at Nook's Cranny. He's no longer selling you those things. He's got his own new shop, Nook's Houses. He's gotten into the real estate game, and oh, he will help fuck. you buy a house and upgrade your house and customize your house with new doors and new windows. And uh, he's gonna. Uh, 
help you open up, put those extra additions onto your house. But don't you worry, because uh, Nook Mart, TNT, that's Tommy and Timmy Nook, his cousins, they've taken over the store game, and oh. they're going to be selling you all your fine needs. What? Dude, you sold me. Yeah. You fucking sold Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Dude. Can I... Can I set the hour chime that would go off to the notes of uh, the victory song from Final Fantasy VII? Because that's what I did Absolutely. in the GameCube version. Every time can... it would go, because I, I got the last note wrong, but oh man, <laughs> but it, but it did. It sounded close. Can I do that in this new game? Yeah, and you can even name your town. Uh, whatever the I don't I've never played Final Fantasy Midgard. The town Midgard. Name. Midgard. You, you can name it Midgard, and you can be the mayor of Midgard. Oh, because fuck. you're the mayor of your town. Now I cool. plan on taking a little different approach. Everyone's gonna be the mayors. Nah, uh, uh. I'm going to be the general manager of Raw is War. That is my <laughs> town name. Oh. What does that mean? It's a popular wrestling program here in the states and worldwide. Monday Night Raw. Raw is war is is a very popular catchphrase, Jake, for this American wrestling corporation that is led. It's kind of like a, a Gestapo led by the headmaster, uh, Mr. What Vince McMahon? Vincent, is it Vince? Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah. Eric's gonna be, be Eric and Brian are gonna be real upset that we're going into. Um, uh, uh, wrestling talk without them being here. I know, I know. Good. Ryan, Let's Ryan, talk about wrestling Ryan's without a, them. Ryan's a big wrestling nut. All right, guys. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put something forward. Someone's got to do the Did KK. You? Someone's got to do the KK slider skit. It's got to happen. We got like Animal Crossing. I think two years after you guys in the states got it over here in Europe, and I bought oh. it, and I actually memorized almost. All of the KK Slider songs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that 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 leads us uh, the perfect way to seek out of this Animal Crossing talk. Martin, hit us with it. All right. <laughs> that was uh, Transylvanian Hunger by Dark Throne, brought to you by KK Slider. Thank you, Martin. That was great. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. Does it? Does your lips get tired? Does your uh, lips? Do do your lips? Excuse me. No, my lungs got tired though. Oh, you did it, man. I did o it. Open chords. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, and very quickly, uh, Ryan. Any any other games within that five? Four and five. Uh, fourth series is the Oracle games, the Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. I count that as one game. Those are my favorite Zelda games, and uh, I think those are the best ones. And then five is, um, shoot, uh, let's go with Burger Time. Wow. You could have you could have had your opportunity to do your little fucking meme that you and Cody always do with your Chie worship. And you blew I promised it. I would not bring up Chie, but I have to say Persona 4 is up there. And yeah, it's okay. I was trying to leave it out on purpose, but number five would be Persona 4 
specifically Persona 4 Golden. I think it's a it's a it's a bigger package, but yeah, Persona 4. Everyone should play that. As someone who doesn't like RPGs for some reason, that got a hold of me, and I fucking love it. So you're so, you're a fan of the Nuchie then? The what? The, you're a fan of the Nuchie then? Why would you know? Old Chie is infinitely better. Old Chie is smart. She sounds disciplined. She sounds confident in herself. And new Chie just sounds like a bubblegum prostitute. All right, respect. That sounds like yeah. slut shaming to me. Hey, you know what? That's Chie shaming. And I don't like new Chie. And I would shame her forever. You know what? You. What a Ryan, you Ryan, you could have gone with, you know. Shenmue, it's universally accepted as the best fucking game ever, but no! Oh no, yeah, Ma Martin, we, we have to do it. Martin, Martin, never played it. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't I, have, shouldn't have said you, that, Ryan. You, I, I do own it. It's sitting right here. Just never played it. See? Let, mm -hmm. so, so you own Shenmue, but... Yeah. You never played it. I bought a GameCube and Shenmue at a at a old retro game expo just to play it. It's been sitting there for about two years. Shenmue is not for the fucking GameCube. Or Dreamcast. Shit. Oh. <sighs> same oh. Hey, same, right? Martin. I mean, poor Martin's heart. Martin, Martin. avert your gaze, my friend. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do something. Ryan. Yeah. Say it. Wah, wah, wah. Baby, wanna fuck? It wasn't a question, Martin. Uh, it wasn't a question, Ryan. It's a statement. Right, we're going old school. We're doing the other one. I don't... I don't know. Garrett, you wanna help me out here? Uh, I, I think it... I think it is... Baby, so I, bum, bum. Yeah, that's what oh, it is. Oh, shit, say, that one. I'm so Ryan, he, yeah. say it. You have to redeem yourself. Say it. Say it. Baby made a boom boom. Yay. Yay! Who hasn't had to say it? Me? Martin? You? I've never had to say it. Yeah, Martin's never said it, Jake's never said it, I've never said it. Well, it's only for the young boys, but uh, Ryan brought himself down to, I'll say it, that of a dog. And he's oh. redeemed himself. Oh, K-Ninus. Oh, now, I feel slut-shamed. Well, Ryan, thank you for telling us about the games that you love. Yeah, no problem. You have a show that you just started with our dear friend Cody Brown, the last Cody himself. I do. We started our own weekly stream that is directly after the poorly played stream so that we can sop up his viewership. I, hey, I love your lead-in. It's so fucking smart. <laughs> I saw uh, that. I, I noticed that, like, I think, like, two or three weeks ago, and I was like, that's so fucking smart. Everyone's still in the chat, just wanting to keep it on for more shit. Just send them to a different channel. You can check out me and Cody every uh, Wednesday right after Garrett on twitch.tv slash Ryan and Cody. Uh, our show is uh, called specifically Ryan and Cody Gangsters Forever, Ride or Die. And you guys have been playing that Final Fantasy VII? No. no that's, uh, we that's, played that's ice cream stories. That's ice cream yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. that's his still own deal. Uh, we, right now we play. Shouts last out to week ICS. We played um, yeah, shouts out to ICS. Cody still got that thing on the side. This is just a side project. Uh, last week we played some Katawa Shujo. Katawa Shujo. Did I say it right this time? Uh huh. Martin uh, would be then, the expert. Martin is Martin. Did he get that? 
Katawa Shoujo. Katawa Shoujo. I love hearing Martin speak in Japanese. And you played it. Yeah. I and saw. Then, uh, I was, I was there. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't play we that game on... Something. You really shouldn't play that game on Twitch. Fuck. <laughs> what, you turned what off, is it? You turned off adult... It's Crippled Bitches. Oh, you played the fucking... The 4chan game? <laughs> yeah, we, we played it with disabled adult content, and then Cody just switched to all of the parts where you bang those girls, and it's pictures of, of cantaloupes. <laughs> oh! Don't or, ever, but, uh, but don't say melon to, uh... What the it, fuck did you was, just say? There, there was oh. a melon once. Hey, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry, Jake. Oh, no. Zach would be so, my brother would be so mad. I love him so much. Be glad that he didn't hear that. Okay. Well, as long did, as he's not here. Did someone say, did someone say the M word? They did. They Martin. did, Martin. I, I'm, Martin. I apologize. Martin. I thought, it, I thought that was the M word. So you played Katawa Shoujo. Katawa Shoujo. Yeah, I, and we've also played some Alan Wake. Wait, you turned you turned off adult content. You saw those cantaloupes, but then what happened? Uh, I mean, he tried turning it back on, and we had to quickly shut off Cody's stream because he wanted to show some very unprofessional things for a live cast. Oh my goodness. But it, should, it still showed breasts anyway with that old content. Oh, yeah. Turned oh, that's off. the other thing, though. You turn off disabled content and it's still got naked 14 year olds. Well, let's uh, be real here. They're XX years old. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. XX. But I listen, I've seen some. I've seen some tits in my day and those weren't looking of age, if you know what I mean. Jeez. Oh, my goodness. I can can't. I don't want to go into that anymore. Can we play some the, cat uh, music over that? There we go. The Japanese love that. That young, that that whole young thing. Except that game was made by a bunch of Americans, which makes yeah, it. Yeah, but it's, but it's it's emulating like you know, the 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 character bios for all the girls in like the DOA franchise. <laughs> well, they're all eighteen according to the bios, I think. Uh, what were they? Or are yeah. they fourteen? No. Some oh, are fourteen. We're we're going off on a tangent here. Yeah, we can't. We won't be able to play this in Svetiga now. Well, um, Dead or Alive Dimensions was released for 3DS, if I remember this correctly. And the official distributor of Nintendo in Sweden decided to ban the game. Wow. Because, because it explicitly said that the characters were 16 and 17 years old. And, and bathing suits yeah. are a no-no. And they, in the game, they apparently strike sexual poses and whatnot, so, um, yeah. Prudes. They're a bunch of prudes. <laughs> a bunch of slut shamers, if you ask me. Bunch of slut shamers. Yeah, exactly. A nation of slut shamers. But you do have the people's beer. We do have the people's beer, and we have the snooze. Mar and he's got the snooze, and Martin's the lone wolf, so he's not a slut shamer like the rest of his kin. Nope. So Ryan, where can we find this this here stream of Cody and uh, Ryan gangsters forever well, ride for ride let's, or die? Let's get one thing straight: it's Ryan and Cody. Okay. I come first. Uh, oh. You can find that Twitch.tv/slash Ryan and Cody every Wednesday after Garrett's done. So whenever that is, you should watch poorly played every Wednesday at 7 p.m. East or uh, Pacific time, 7 p.m. Pacific time, and then as soon as that's over, come usually watch around me. nine. Yeah, right around there. And then me and Cody will just be dicks for like an hour and a half. 
Do you uh, do you get a lot of people watching? Do you get a lot of viewers? We had the most we ever had la uh, the last episode, and that was 39. So oh, I mean, right it's, hey, slow start, but we'll get there. Everybody yeah. starts low, but but comes high. Oh, dude, I I yeah, I, I don't even have that many viewers like on my stream, and uh, it's still so much fucking fun to just do. Like if yeah, as long as you know. Someone's watching it or listening to it. I don't know. I, I I have fun doing it. But yeah, I usually end at nine, and I want to check it out. I want to I want to pop in and watch next time. Ryan and Cody have embraced the rhythm of the night. Indeed, you're welcome anytime. We have callers in too. We had Jake uh, on a couple, like we said. Before. Oh, right. Um, we've had some of our uh, friends in the community, uh, like Rob the Cheeto, Rob, you know, Jedi fan. And, and everyone is welcome. Everyone is going to have fun. Just know that um, it's probably not going to go the way you think it will. Oh, I'm excited. Sur surprising. Indeed. So check that out on Twitch. Yeah. Boys, let's go to our regular bits. What do you say? What do you think? And what do you say? I love it. All right. I'm excited to be involved. Uh, view your mail. Oh, fuck it. No, let's go. Get, we got to get... Guys, put that on hold. We Wait, gotta go on hold. We gotta go for part two of Cajun Corner. <gasps> oh, oh, what? Back. Our dear friend Kay from South Korea. You heard in episode twenty-nine the return of Kay, the, the trill ass return. Trill. It was a, it was a cliffhanger. We're going part two. Let's do it. Uh, the Beatles. Pitol Shi. The uh, sorry. These are uh, Chinese Mandarin translations of band names. Brought to you by Kay from South Korea. Thank you, Kay. The Beatles. Pitol Shi. It's a transliteration of Beatles, and it liter but literally it means coverhead warrior. Oh my god. So some kind of armored beetle, I guess. To think that warrior is anywhere in the title of the Beatles, that's funny. Megadeth. Batusha. Great Massacre. <laughs> yeah, yeah? Make okay. <laughs> okay. Alright, this might be my favorite ever. Are you ready? Oh. <laughs> Nickelback. Wu Fen Chum. The cue's the cue's like a ch, isn't it? Yeah. Wu Fen Chum. Five cents. <laughs> <laughs> Nickelback is literally five cents. Hey, they got five on it, man. Respect. Dude. Hell yeah. I got five on a sack, and we can roll big. Foo Fighters. Because that new album came out. I'm sure we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Foo Fighters. One word. God, this is a difficult one. Pen Ho Jean Doji. Eruption Fighter Planes. <laughs> oh, okay. Eruption? That's the best one. That's the best one ever. Foo fight what what foo isn't a thing, it's not an eruption. Eruption fighter planes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, red hot chili peppers. Hong La Jiao. Red pepper. <laughs> Just simplified it. Yeah, they, they, they go to the point. They do that pep. Uh Depeche Mode. Gun Shi Mao. Chase Fashion. <laughs> has something to do with fashion for no reason. Uh, Chase fashion. Oh, here we go. Aerosmith. 
Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Garrett's favorite band. One of them. Kong Zhong Tie Zhang. Midair Blacksmith. <laughs> Aerosmith. Midair Blacksmith. Blacksmith. It had to be something, I guess. They, cho- they chose a profession. I can only imagine a dude making horseshoes in the middle of, like, a fucking United Airlines flight now. <laughs> I'm giggling like a fucking idiot here. Here we go. Limp Biscuit. Ruan oh, yes. Bingang. Soft Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Soft. Uh, <laughs> all right. The, uh, you keep outdoing yourself, Kay. I keep saying these are my favorites, but here, here we go. The Who. Shayren. Who person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh gosh. System of a Down. Duolo TG. Depraved Organization. Depraved Organization. Oh. That one works. This one's a bit difficult. We got Eminem. And it's got two transliterations. Aimin Amut and PG Amut. Uh, which is a transliteration of Aimin Amut and Aimut. They both mean the ruffian. Yeah, the oh, ruff- wow. so Eminem transliteration roughly to the ruffian. The ruffian? What That's sc- more of a comment on his looks. What a, what a scoundrel. Yeah. A fucking dastardly man. The okay. ruffian sounds like like your bad indie wrestling nickname. He's a bad boy. Yeah, I like that. The ruffian, that's cool. Arctic monkeys, uh, Beiji oh. Pole Hole, North Pole Splash Monkeys. Yes, <laughs> best one. These, these keep getting better. Radiohead, uh, Lei Tai Siling, Radio Broadcast Commander. <laughs> He's at the head of the radio station. That kind of makes sense. He, he is yeah. the Imperial Radio Broadcast Commander. Aqua. Aqua is a one word and it is a short word. Here is the Mandarin translation. Shui Ding Lang He Chang Tuan. Martin, what do you think of... Okay, round table. We haven't done a round table in a while, have we, guys? No, it's no. been a while. Ryan, are you excited to be a part of a GCP round table right here, right now? I am, ex- I am ecstatic to be a part of this round table. Well, right here, right now, in the words of our dearest fat boy, Slim, let's do this. Martin, what do you think Shui Ding Dang He Chuang Tan means? <laughs> For the band um, Aqua. Water world made out of water. Uh, Ryan. Well, I'm pretty sure I heard some words in there I've heard before, so I'm gonna go with Water Battle Heroes. Okay. <laughs> I would I would have to guess um, Aquatic Ape Mating Season. Here's <laughs> <laughs> hoping you're right. Yeah. Aqua Shui Ding Dang He Chang Tuan Water Tinkling Song Troop. <laughs> Nope, that was the best. Tinkling. Do you, th- do you, do you think they play at Piss Night? Yeah, <laughs> Piss Night. They play on Piss Night. What exactly is Piss Night? I don't know, man, but shouts out to Piss Night. Shouts out. Oh. If, if, the, local, if the local pub has an annual Piss Night, you should probably go and check it out. Yeah, man, we'll go check that out. Head down to the local fault line and check out Piss Night. Hell yeah. 
the and ending with the notorious B.I.G. Big Papa himself. <laughs> Alright, you're not ready for this one, but here we go. Sheng <laughs> Sheng Ming Lang Ji Sheng Ji Xian Sheng Mr. Disorderly Reputation <laughs> His reputation is his notoriousness That is his title, sir And he's big, so that's kind of like I, I guess that works I love it Beautiful mm. Thank you, Kay Thank you Thank so you, much, Kay, Kay. A friend Kay from South Korea there with Cajun Corner. Oh, that was beautiful. Alright. Martin, should we go view a mail? What do you reckon? Yep. View a mail. View a mail. This one's from Connor Darby. Hey there, GCP. Back in 2008, I played Mirror's Edge. Although I was a big fan of the sick parkour tricks and striking visual style, the uninteresting story, crappy combat, and occasional frustrating segments where I found myself repeating the same jump over and over again left me with mixed feelings. Anyway, my question is, are there any games that stand out in your mind as being unique, innovative, and ahead of their time, but they didn't quite live up to their potential in all the ways they could have? Yes. Keep, keep up the good work from Connor from sunny Scarborough in Ontario, Canada. Can I, can I go first? Do oh it. please, do it! I'm having trouble thinking of one. It's, yeah, me too. I think it. I think it should be pretty obvious what my answer is. Jake. Games with potential that you loved but didn't quite get there. Yeah, you had mm. mixed feelings mm. of. Mm. Mm. I wonder. I wonder what that could be for me. Hmm. Could, could it be? Um, let's see. Uh, Shenmue, maybe. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah, Shenmue. Th that's a good answer. In what? In what way? Being one of your favorite games of all time. Uh, what do you What do you mean? Well, it didn't live up to expectations for you personally in certain in certain ways. Not that it was unpopular, but you loved. It's more a question of games that had potential that you loved, but there were some things that just ruined it for you at the same time. Oh, well, scratch that then. Yeah. Fuck. Who's Who's um, got Who's got one? So wait, it's a game that you liked or that you loved. But, but then were, didn't love. Yeah, there were a lot of there were th certain things about the game, like Connor said about uh, Mirror's Edge, which was a great game for a lot of reasons, but also a not so great game for a few reasons as well. It's conflicted emotions on a game yeah. that you love. God, wow. I'm having a. It's a really that's a good great question. question. I guess I would say, um, God, this is a stretch, but the game, uh, the series Nightmare Creatures. Uh, I think there were two of them on the PlayStation. Nightmare Creatures and Nightmare Creatures 2. And it was this awesome kind of like horror movie story where you were this anti-hero. But some of the fucking boss fights were just... Just so... You would get stuck and then not be able to advance. And, and, and I think that happened a lot in the early PlayStation 1 days with trying to figure out the difficulty levels and there weren't a lot of options you usually had kind of easy medium and hard but sometimes the fucking boss fights even if you're playing on easy you would just get stuck and uh, nightmare creatures i remember for me being something that i never actually finished nightmare creatures 2 because i could not get past this point oh, that sucks yeah and and that and i remember those being like really fun games 2.22 yeah? You cannot advance. Not allowed. At run. Um, 
L.A. Noir. Ooh, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Mm. L.A. Noir was a game that I was definitely looking forward to. Um, you know, I'd kept up with it when it came out, uh, and then I got it. I played it, and it was just like that first experience of coming through the movies and everything was great. But as I played more of it, the kind of tacked in uh, fighting system, the way that sometimes you would try to, you know, interrogate a suspect and it just wouldn't, you know, go the way that logic would deem and just a kind of some other things just piled up and I never finished it. It was just like, man, I really like what they were going with this, but like, I'm just, I'm not feeling it like I did at the beginning. That's a shame. I've heard that from a couple people. I couldn't per personally see it because I loved that Noir from the beginning to the end. You're, you're a soldier though, man. You tough it out through games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I've heard people get kind of bored with it because of the switching to the new desks and, like you said, the kind of fighting system. And it just, it's, uh, I, I had fun, but then again, I never finished it either. So I can kind of fault it for that. But, but I, mean, that's, I think that's yeah, a good answer. Don't get me wrong. That game, the parts I played were great. It's just like, here's the thing, though. I'm not a soldier. If, if something, if I'm not liking something, if I'm not having fun, I'll walk away. And I just, I walked away from that game. And I'd like to maybe go back one day, but I don't know. The, the idea of having to restart the game, it's like, okay, I've already played this part. And there's not a lot of replayability in those chapters because you know exactly what's going on. You know exactly who did what. And so that's just always been my, like, I guess the stumbling block to trying it again. It's like if they had a chance to do a sequel, they could kind of perfect some of that stuff. But... Isn't there a story about that game like pretty much not it lost a bunch of money just because it was so expensive to make? It put Team Bondi out of business, so there's yeah. not gonna be a sequel. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'd have to go with the uh, Noir. There you go. Martin, you've meditated on the subject now. Have you reached a conclusion? Yes, I have actually. And to some people this might come as a surprise, some to others it may not, but I'm gonna say Metroid Prime. The first one? Yes. I think I might know why. Uh, I I really like Super Metroid and as do many other people. And I don't know, in a way I was kind of expecting Metroid Prime to be the next Super Metroid, although it was in a 3D environment. But, I don't know, all this thing with, like, getting the power-ups and scanning absolutely everything in the game to get, like, a completion bonus in the end, as well as the horrible backtracking that they incorporated in the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the backtracking in itself is what made me uh, off-put with the game. The, pretty much the whole thing. But it's a great game, and, like... My, yeah, le sure, my, le my level of pedantry loved me scanning everything, but yeah, that's the point that I thought you were going to go to, was the backtracking through pretty much the entire world to get to places. Mm. Absolutely. For some reason, I d decided to get the second one, though, and I didn't particularly enjoy that either. So now they're just sitting in my shelf. But you did enjoy the first one. S Semi-sorta, I guess. <laughs> so there was, a con there was a confliction there. Yes. You were at odds with yourself. Yes. What about you, Jake? Uh, I'm going to have to go with one of my favorite games of all time, which is the Okami series, both Okami and uh, the sequel, uh, Okami Den, on the Nintendo DS. 
Um, that is one of my favourite games of all time. Both of those games together, because they are uh, a continuing story. Uh, I love the characters, I love the gameplay, I love the writing. It has one of the best soundtracks in a game ever. The world is beautiful, art direction, everything about that game. Until you reach the end, when you're trying to battle, I want to say it's Orochi, the seven-headed uh, demon, dragon, whatever, you have to go through a boss. You have to go in both games through a boss rush mode. Yeah, that's oh. right. Of Ugh. every every major boss that you have fought throughout the entire game, in a harder difficulty, in one go. On one, on in, in one life before you reach the great Orochi. I didn't know that I was hate. at the end of those games, but I've come across that game mechanic before, and it is fucking terrible. I mean, I may Boss. do. I got through it after a couple of tries, and I was so like the end. The end of game for both those games is worth it because you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll you'll feel warmth in your heart for uh, this piece of art that you've experienced. But that point in the game made me very, uh, it pushed me to my limits of endurance. But don't let, please don't let that deter you from playing some of the, two of the best games ever made. Uh, play the original Okami, play Okami HD that just came out on that PSN. It was free on PlayStation Plus for a while. Yeah, I think it might still be. No, it isn't. But, um, it's, it's a game that must be played. But, boss rush mode, no thank you. I was actually able to look past the boss rush mode. It was really, it was actually really, really bad in Okami Den, to be, to be particularly okay, I'm, specific. I'm only like 10 hours in that game, so... You should finish that game. It's a slog, but you should, because the story's great. Mm. Shouts out, Chibi Tarasu. Tarasu! Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you, Connor, from uh, sunny Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. Shouts out to the Wii Mini. Hey, we did actually get the Wii Mini in Europe. Oh, did you? And we oh, got no. it. We got it yeah. in America too. Oh wow! That, oh, that's did. already that's already out. I didn't even hear about that coming out. That was months ago, dude. It came Holy out. Shit. Well, that's the thing. It first came out exclusively in Canada. Yep. Yeah, that was the test market. And then it came out in the UK, and then I guess America and the rest of Europe. But we don't have it here in Australia. I want to uh, see. I want to see that form factor. I want to hold that Wii Mini. I, I want to get it for collection purposes. It's it's a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's gonna be worth a lot. It's gonna increase value so much in the future. I mean, look how much the top loader's worth now. It's oh, basically yeah. the Game Boy Micro of consoles. Yeah. Yep. And those go for. I'd love to get one of those. Those go for yeah. major bucks. Oh, the Famicom one goes for like five hundred bucks. I want yeah. that one so bad. But that was like a Japanese Nintendo uh, exclusive to the Nintendo Club in Japan. That yeah. that was super cool. Yeah. You can still find like pink ones on eBay for like sixty. I'd like a pink micro. Fuck it. Fuck yeah, it. I'd, You're gonna I'd just put Tetris it. in it. Kill it. Fuck it. Eat it. In the words of our good friend Nongenetic from the Shadow Hunters, who we had on last episode. Shouts out to Nongenetic. Shouts out Nongenetic. I I was digging those uh, those beats when when I listened back to the tracks mm. on last uh, gaming cult. It was great. Absolutely. Let us let that let us seek into album recommendations, boy. Let's go album recommendations. Garrett, you feeling it? I'm feeling it so hard. I can be so passionate. And let it flow. I um, I've spoke about this on the Mega Sixty Four podcast, but 
I'll say it again. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age, new album. It's called Dot Dot Dot. Uh, well, now I can't even fucking remember the name of it. Time. The, the, the trick is it's not actually out yet. I got a, a press copy. Yeah, that's it. That's how I heard it already. Um, but it's called... Shouts out to Matador. Yeah, shouts out to Matador. Uh, I pre-ordered the, like, fucking deluxe edition record of it. And uh, it comes with a book and all this stuff. Oh, it's uh, dot 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 like clockwork as I stall to open my iPod. It's ten tracks. I fucking like... I'm in love with every fucking one. Like, I, I can't pick a favorite just because there's so many that are on equal playing field. But yeah, it's it almost feels like a concept album. There's a lot of songs kind of fade into the next one, and it's very kind of brooding and moody and depressing, and it's just so fucking right up my alley. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age, like clockwork. Brand fucking new. I haven't listened to new music in years. It's so weird being into something that's current now. It's really odd. Getting amongst it. Yeah. Ryan. Yes. Album recommendation. Classics album recommendations from the past to up into and including the present. You got an album? Uh, I do have an album. One of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, the Arctic Monkeys. Whatever people say I am, I'm not. Or that's what I'm not. Uh, that came out when I was driving a lot between Oregon and San Francisco to take some accelerated classes, so I would listen to that in my car over and over sorry, again. Sorry, Ryan, i got to interrupt you here. You mispronounced the band name. Oh, I'm sorry. North Pole Splash Monkeys. <laughs> the North Pole Splash Monkeys. <laughs> one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, yeah, no, it came out in that summer of 2006 when I was starting to drive more and more and I would listen to it in my car. So that that uh that record, I like the sound. I like the kind of that English old English rock kind of sound to it. It's smooth and it reminds me of summer. And I can listen to that over and over and over again. It's one of the uh, few CDs I still keep in my car that I can just pop in and listen to anytime. Hell yeah, Martin. Yes. Do you have? <laughs> I'm gonna keep going with this guy. Do you have an album? Yes, yes I do actually. Uh, <laughs> about two days ago I was recommended to check out a DJ uh, by, on my Twitter, by a user called <laughs> Muno Arashi, which I doubt is his real name. Um, and I checked out DJ Crush as he is called. Um, He's very reminiscent to uh, Nujabes, which I've recommended in the past on um, the Gaming Cult podcast. Um, and I wanted to recommend the album Zen, which was released in 2001. Uh, it's a pretty miscellaneous um, album. It's really diverse. Um, but if you like Nujabes, if you checked out Nujabes after my recommendation, you'll probably like DJ Crush too. So, uh, my fullest recommendation on DJ Crush Zen. Thank you, Martin. Uh, well, I have an album recommendation, but I've got one, I've got one, to, I've got a review to get out of the way first. Because Zach's not here, and I'm going to proverbially kick him in the nuts. Oh! Here is my review of Daft Punk Random Access Memories. Oh! <laughs> Eat shit, my brother. Also, Daft Punk Discovery is good. But... <laughs> 
Uh, Random Access Memories is uh, is an amazing album. We all heard the edited the radio edit of the single Get Lucky. That was a great uh, tune. You'll hear it in the clubs. You'll hear it everywhere. It's a great tune. I love it very much. I love the other track that uh, Pharrell did as well. Uh, Lose Yourself to Dance. I think that is the title. Um, Random Access Memories to me. I listened to the live stream through iTunes when that was available for 48 hours or whatever it was. I have not had an album listening experience like that for a very long time where I've just shut the fuck up and just had my sort of mouth agape at certain parts. Um, I did, I, it's, it's such a deep album that I couldn't take it all in on a first listen, and that says a lot about the quality of an album and the flow of an album. Yeah. I keep saying album over and over again, and I have to stress this fact, this is a record that you have to listen to from beginning to end. It's not an, it's not an album that's going to sink in on first listen, and that is the brilliance of it because it reveals all its little intricacies and brilliance throughout repeated listenings. Um, can I can I say that that is exactly how I feel about like Clockwork? It's got that same thing where you listen to it. I honestly didn't like a couple tracks the first time, first four or five times I listened to it, and then those have become some of my favorites. And it all I can't just like go straight to uh, song nine I really like that I always started at the beginning and played all the way through I, I need to get on that because it's, that... it's it's weird I haven't felt this way in so long and uh, the Daft Punk album I've only heard uh, Rocco playing it around the studio while we've been working hmm. but I fucking I agree with you man it, it is that Giorgio track is fucking tough it's great it's really great it sounds like a Giorgio Moroder experiment as well, like from the 70s too, it's great. Just total freeform, kind of auteur, kind of uh, brilliance. But yeah, it is it is something that you need to be alone with and listen to from beginning to end. Uh, I've got it on CD, I've got it on vinyl. The vinyl mix is incredible. It is an, it's an, it's an uh, uh, analog recorded uh, album. It's all recorded to tape and it is all with analog instruments, including analog synths, of course. Um, with some cut-ups here and there on tracks by um, by Todd Edwards and so on, but that's what he does so well. And it's so... Uh, that Todd Edwards track, Fragments of Time, is... It has this really understated brilliance to it. It's so subtle with how he does his cut-ups that you'd hear on, like, Too Long, the track off Discovery and everything, which was very digital and choppy and brilliant. But him doing this with, like, tape like real to real tape is just yeah it's it's something else but this album to me it is it is and i don't this is not hyperbole or an understatement at all overstatement rather uh this is random access memories is this generation's uh thriller it is this generation's dark side of the moon in the flow of an album and presenting itself as a complete statement um it is not what you'll expect from a dark pu- Daft Punk album. It is not a house album. It's not a disco album either. People who are upset saying that it's a disco album, I don't like it. Because I like the house albums. What, you can't make a fucking link between house and disco? House was born out of the ashes of disco. Uh, it, it was a direct continuation of it. But 
this is like a 70s studio album with um, uh, uh, Niall Rogers on guitar and and uh, the drummer's incredible and you've got um, uh, you've got uh, what's his name on uh, D- Dizzy Gonzalez on uh, on piano and uh, yeah, no one rocks a vocoder like the Daft Punk boys. They they get their vocoder and auto tunes like sounding like no one else. They work for weeks on their sound for that to get it good and not sounding hackneyed and yeah, yeah. The, the album is brilliant it will move you uh, the, the track Touch with Paul Williams who wrote a bunch of songs for like the Muppets and it's it's ridiculously moving that song <clears throat> but my favourite is that the one that's like a, it's almost like a play almost it seemed, yeah pretty uh, much that, yeah I like that track too it's very different than anything I'd ever heard before it's a journey of an album. I can't recommend it highly enough. That is my review. My favorite track is Doing It Right featuring Panda Bear. It's a great electro banger at the end, just before the... It's like the, um... It's just before the crux of the finishing of the album, which is... It's brilliant. But uh, that's that's my review of um, Random Access to Memories. It's one of my albums of the year so far. Uh, my album recommendation is a band from Denmark called Ice Age. Uh, they are some young Danske punk rock dudes, and uh, they have their first album called Iron Brigade, and it is the most fucking outlandish, raucous punk, noise rock, whatever you want to call it, album. It's like I, it's like hearing the Nirvana, it's like hearing Nirvana for the first time. It's fucking incredible. Wow. Yeah, Ice Age. It's one word. Uh, Iron Brigade, their first album. Uh, go check it out. I got it on vinyl. It sounds amazing on vinyl, but uh, it's download and it's CD as well. That's my album recommendation. That's a f- that's one of my other albums of the year, even though it's it's it came out in 2011. It's 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 really Gee. good, for, really good for albums right now. The new Boards Canada is coming out soon. It's it's a good time. Can I mention one more album that just came out? Sure. Anamanaguchi just put out Endless Fantasy. Everyone should go out and listen to that. It's fucking great. Hell yeah. Getting that chip. Oh, it's so good. Oh, well, chip tune. Well, boys, we're nearly there. We're in the home stretch. We got any pickups? What are we playing at the moment? Are we? Are we going to talk vid games? Oh, vid games. Vid games. Right. Sounds of vid games. Garrett, you been had vid games? What you picked yeah. up, boy? Uh, I picked up a while ago that Castlevania for the 3DS. It's it's Castlevania Symphony of the Night or not Symphony of the Night. Castlevania Lords of Shadow. I think it's called like fucking Mirror Mask or Magic Mirror fucking of Fate. Mirror of Fate. Mirror yeah. of Fate. That's the longest title ever. Castlevania Lords of Shadow Mirror of Fate. It's a bridge between Lords of Shadow and the upcoming Lords of Shadow 2. And I've been having a fucking blast with that uh, on the 3DS. It's left to right kind of classic like uh, up and down left right Castlevania style movement but with these beautiful 3D backgrounds and the 3D is really good on it too and then when you go in to like uh, inspect an item or like activate something the camera sweeps in really tight and you get to see like the full detailed 3D character model and everything it's it's a really unique way of doing Castlevania uh, like almost um it's it's an homage to the old school gameplay with this brand new updated kind of storyline with Gabriel Belmont and how the first game ends is kind of how this one picks up. It's rad. What would you give? How many Belmonts out of Belmont would you give it? I would give it. Uh, or out how many? Ma- ten- or how many Alucards? 
I'd get, well, Alucard is playable, I found out. I thought I had beat the game, and then it was like, oh no, starting second character, alternate storyline, and it's all the shit that was going on at the same time that I was playing through with, um, I believe it's Simon Belmont, and like you interact in ways that I already, you know, I saw happen in cutscenes. It's like, oh, this is fucking brilliant. I haven't, I've had that type of gameplay before, but not in a long time. But um, I'm gonna go fucking eight a la cards out of ten. Wow. If you like, if you like Castlevania, if you like classic Castlevania, it's a fucking nine out of ten. But you know, some people don't like that limited style of movement. But it 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 adds to the puzzle solving, and it adds to I think the depth of going through the maze of a castle. I mean, the franchise is called Castlevania because it was just spanning this huge castle all the way back and forth, up and down, searching for Dracula. You know, and that's not what Lords of Shadow was at all. It was a spanned. It was this like grandiose, expansive storytelling game, and this has brought it back to its roots. And you are going back and forth through the castle accessing new areas with your learned abilities and uh it's fucking great eight out of ten eight out of ten alcards fantastic and shouts out to uh the true werewolf with his album uh devil crisis coming out this year a bunch of uh belmont black metal for you shouts out uh right yes you got the pickups where you playing I've uh, I've been picking up two games while I wait for my uh, my game of the summer, which is Animal Crossing. But um, in in the meantime, I've been uh, I picked up uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us, the new uh, fighting game from NetherRealm, and I'm having a lot of fun with that. It's uh, based on the Mortal Kombat 9 engine, but plays a lot smoother. First game by NetherRealm where you don't have to uh, hold a block button; you can press back. And uh, you know, it's just a, it's a good DC fighting game based on Mortal Kombat, and I'm having a lot of fun with that. Uh, I I cannot recommend it highly enough to people who like fighting games, but aren't snobs because you know people who are all you know Street Fighter is the only one don't like a lot of American fighting games. But I'm having a lot of fun with it. Go to characters right now are the Flash, uh, Raven, and Ooh, Ra- probably Ooh. I think Raven's yeah. sexy. Raven is great in that game. She's got that TK power. Got that you know, when you hit double mode, she goes in that full screen grab. I'm into She's goth great. chicks, Jake. Do you think she has a .tk domain registration? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Hey, what's the storyline? I, I heard like Superman gets pissed at everyone, and then it's like Civil War or something. Uh, Joker somehow psychically implanted into Superman's mind that Lois Lane and their unborn baby were actually the Joker with a bomb and so he get, the Joker somehow tricked Superman into killing Lois Lane who was pregnant with his child and setting off a giant megaton bomb that destroys um, uh, Metropolis and then from there Superman just goes out of control kills the Joker in revenge and becomes the supreme dictator of Earth and then in another in another alternate parallel universe, our superheroes get pulled over to by their Batman to stop their Superman. Whoa. Yeah, it's really fun. I'm I'm enjoying playing through the battle modes, through all the different characters. I just beat the game last night uh, as Killer Frost and uh, who else? And Bane. And I'm looking to just beat the game, get all the endings with that. It's fun. 
That made me think of a joke. You, okay. you, were, you were born with the Xbox One. <laughs> I, I merely inherited it. But it's not mm. out yet. Uh, and I'll get it when it comes out. I don't know if he's buying it, Jake. No. I'm not. Oh, I'm not buying an Xbox One at all. Oh, but I'm bum. Did but I not? Bum. Did I not do the skit? No, you didn't do the skit. Video games. But yeah, that and uh, I, I finally picked up Guacamelee. That's been a lot of fun. I, I believe Eric's talked at length about about that, but Guacamelee yeah. is good. I mean, there there's nothing go. else I can say about that. There we go. Martin pickups. What's been playing? I've actually been picking up a lot of games as of the late last, I don't know, two months maybe. Um, usually, I've only picked up one or two games at most, but I have a couple now, actually. Uh, starting off with Magatama for the Xbox, which was a, a Japanese exclusive title to the first Xbox in Japan. To the Xbox um, One. To the Xbox... Wow, Jake. Wow. To the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would be surprised if it sold more than ten thousand copies in total. But I feel like I should like go into full detail about the game at a later point. Um, so I'll do that instead. And I picked up Shin Megami Tensei Nine for the Xbox, which was also a Japanese exclusive. Um, yeah. I have I have no. Uh, experience with the Shin Megami Tensei series. Uh, I know nothing about it. Um, This was a a blind purchase, more or less. Uh, So, um, I guess I should really dive into the series at some point, though. And I also picked up Dino Crisis 3. um, Oh, right on! Yeah, the the Japanese version, again. Um, I've only played about two hours of it so far, but it seems pretty cool. Um, I haven't played any of the previous uh, installments in the series, however, so... You're trying, um, to, you're trying to get all the good, exclusive Japanese titles for the original Xbox, aren't you? Well, I'm trying to make a complete collection of Japanese releases for the Xbox 360, whether that means they're Japanese exclusive or the Japanese versions. For the first Xbox, really yeah. Doesn't matter. yeah. How many, exactly. how, many, uh, how many games total is that? Um, not too many, I believe. Maybe a hundred or so. Oh, that's not- that's totally doable. Wow, that's yeah, a fucking- Yeah. That's a rad goal. Like, I- I'm such a fucking weird collector, but I've never thought to c- try to collect, like, all of the games for a system. Just because I wouldn't think it'd be possible, but yeah, if you exclude a region, that- that's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, the Xbox was not popular in Japan, go figure. No. No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> But it had some cult titles on it. Is Absolutely. is the is the Xbox One going to be as big and heavy as the uh, <laughs> Xbox uh, <laughs> One? <laughs> <laughs> we can hope. Oh, yes, we can. Do you can. think Fusion Frenzy was big in Japan? <laughs> uh, I, be- I believe it was released over there, actually. What about Peggle? <laughs> yeah. Peg- uh. How about how about Blinks the Time Sweeper? It was released in Japan, both of them. Okay. Good. Wow. Can't imagine it did that well. 
And Grab by the Ghoulies was also released in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you say Ghoulies, Martin. Yeah. Say it one more um, time. <laughs> ghoulies. <laughs> there's a great movie. Uh, there's a there's a series of movies called The Ghoulies, I believe. Anyway, it's shitty uh, shitty 80s horror. Continuing on, uh, I also pick up Shikigami no Shiro Evolution, another Japanese exclusive, a uh, shoot 'em up actually, which is shit. It's a shit shooter. Oh really? Castle oh, Shikigami? Yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, and I think that game was released in like three versions on the Xbox, so I guess I'll have to buy all of them. The life of a collector. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I also picked up uh, Super Donkey Kong 1 and 3, which was called Donkey Kong Country in um, in the West. Uh, nice. Or the Super Famicom. Yeah. Uh, so I've been having a lot of fun with those. Those are great games. Yeah, definitely. And I also picked up uh, Rizumu Tengoku Gold. Um, Rhythm Heaven Gold. I think that got a release in the West? Yep, as uh, on the DS as Rhythm Heaven or Rhythm Paradise. Okay. Rhythm Heaven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I also picked up Kirby Mass Attack, Zelda Spare Tracks, and uh, Chrono Trigger. With Nintendo DS. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Spirit Tracks. One of the few been... Zelda games I haven't finished. Yeah, and I've never played it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I don't know. Something about my, Zelda. My ex girlfriend liked it. Yeah, it looks, it looks like a cool game. I nearly finished Phantom Hourglass, but. Yeah, one day. I'm like the yeah. only person I know who liked Phantom Hourglass. I liked Phantom Hourglass. I thought it was cool. You just said you didn't finish it. Yeah, I didn't finish it because I saw. I mean, if you, if you don't finish <laughs> a game, how could you have an opinion on it? Well, oh, that's not true. I play I'm most just kidding. Though. I'm just kidding. No, that's a great I, uh, game. I love that game. Yeah. Anyway, you you've been buying a lot on on. Are these mainly like eBay purchases? You've been collecting all this um, stuff. Most of it, yeah. Yeah. Some of Martin, you, some of Martin, uh, Martin and I's hidden Japanese eBay treasures. Yes, oh, yeah. exactly. Um, and as of what I've been playing as of late, I've been playing more Caladrius um, for the Xbox 360, and I've also started playing Mother 3. And fuck! <laughs> wow. I I seriously want to kick myself in the balls for not playing this game earlier. Holy shit, that game is a fucking masterpiece. I wish I'd bought it when I was in Japan. I saw it there for like 500 yen next to Rizuma Tengoku for the GBA and I didn't get it. Could have gotten the original GBA copy, but I didn't. You should have. You should have. It's a great game. And it's really quirky and weird, which is what makes it good. It does help uh, if you speak Japanese or understand Japanese. Well, yeah, there is also an, an official fan translation of the game available. Oh, okay. Which is what yeah. I'm playing, actually. Um, but it's, it's like, 100% accurate, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but, yeah. Mother 3. Um, please play that game. Please. I will. My, my friend, I will. But it, it's so rare. How can we get it? Um, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you could, uh, <laughs> you could uh, type in Mother 3 into Google. No. And, uh, oh, no. Oh. Uh, uh, I think Martin's, uh, Martin's trying to be a bad boy here. What? You, you have a jean I jacket just said on? You could, I've got my denim jacket on. 
Okay. He's saying if you want to like do a Google image search, and you want to see like, and you want to see the characters in like compromising position positions, you can do that. If you wanted to. I might be interested in that. Yeah, I definitely want to. Well, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this burner now, guys. My pickups for episode 30. Uh, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate for the Wii U. I'm hunting them monsters. Nice. Doing it. I'm loving yeah. it too. Cody's been taking me through that game, getting me good at it. Love it. Can I just say something real quick, Jake? Hi. I actually bought Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate for the 3DS. Um, and this was the second attempt at Monster Hunter for me. And about eight hours in, I just went, nah, fuck it. And, well. That's Sorry. a shame. That's a shame, man. That's a shame. It's my first time. I'm enjoying it. I, I'll, I'll need to play it like another 50 hours, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I, I, How many I'm hours afraid... have you sunk into that now? Me? Yeah, Garrett, you've got, yeah. you, you've got, you've I... got more hours yeah. up than Cody. I know that much. I have, uh, I have 65 hours, but Holy shit. I feel, I feel I may have uh, hit, hit my uh, wall. I, I feel... I haven't played it uh, for a couple weeks now, and I, I kind of might be done for a while, which will turn into forever. Ryan, you're doing that monster hunting too. Yeah, I'm taking a little different approach. I've only got about maybe 15 hours, but I don't, I don't sit down and binge view it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, Come on. Do you throwing, slut shave it? Throwing such terms <laughs> around loosely. Uh, no, I'll play that game for about an hour or two, and then just turn. I, I'll do like a couple missions. I'll do a little bit of gathering. I was like, all right, I got some good stuff, and I'll just turn it off. And I feel like that's why I keep going back to it is I haven't sat down and played tons of it. Like, the longest I've ever played was, like, a, like two and a half hours during one of Garrett's stream with some of his fans. And that was it. I just played it, and I turned it off. And yeah. so I'll play that game for about an hour once a week. Just, hey, you know, I haven't played Monster Hunter in a while. Let's go kill something. Oh, sick. I'm going to take down this Diablos. All right, I'm done. Go on yeah. a hunt or two. Turn it off. You know, I've I've done I think everything I can do like in a single player like I'm, but I I never have anyone to play with. I I feel like I would start playing that again if I could get Rocco to bring his 3ds to work and and we could play like after work or whatever and Dude, like just do a mission a day. We're down with the clan and we're down to hunt those monsters. And Mecca does mean cat, never tiger, not but even it, once. Can you can you play on the the 3ds without being in no, like? No. You gotta room? have that, that Wii U copy yeah, to play well, with. Well, guys, we've all seen what happens when I try to fucking play it with my Wii yeah, U. That was a tragedy. So, I mean, I'm kind of up shit creek here without a paddle. Well, when, when you feel like the, the wounds have healed, Garrett, maybe we could have moved it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm scared after that. That was really a bummer. <laughs> yeah, it was. I felt For those that don't... A lot of people listening might not know, we played that on a poorly played stream in the past, and the fucking game froze like four times in a row at the point where it would load the multiplayer map. It was, it was really so bad. bad for you, man. It was really it was terrible broadcasting. Well, no, there was a good broadcast on the list. Well, thank you. It was funny to watch. It was funny. <laughs> so, yep, that's archived if you ever want to see Garrett Breakdown live on air. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jake, though. Hey, Jake. Yeah. Just so you know, I'm DTH, dude. I'm down to hunt. Oh, really? If you want to go down together. To 
Yeah, hey, Ryan calls dibs on hunting parties. I, I have dibs on Monster Hunter. Oh, dude. Are you, like, you getting your GTL happening as well? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm getting my, my uh, PSW uh, potions, steak, whetstones. <laughs> fucking dork. Get out of here. Dork. That's the perfect word, Jake. What a dork. Oh, my God. Whatever, um, man. This has been episode 30 of the Gaming Cult Podcast. A big thank you to Per and Leafrist uh, for featuring their music this episode. Go check out the uh, the new album from them, Spirit Animal, coming out soon. And you can check out some of Leafrist's solo stuff, uh, 90s Vacation, uh, Forest Floor. I'll link it all on the FaceyB. Don't you worry about that. Uh, write to us, gamingcultpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, go to that gamingcult.org. You want to tell your friends where to go? Hey, uh, the, I like this. I like this GCP. These boys, they're funny. They know their goofs. They know their spoofs. Okay, well, where do I find them? Oh, well, you know, you can go on the blog spot. You can find them on iTunes. No. Gamingcult.org. Oh, shit. You got a dot .org? We got a dot .org. Gamingcultpodcast.com as well, if that doesn't work for you for some reason. Whoa. .com? We got the dot .org, we got, we got the dot .com. GamingCult.org, GamingCultPodcast.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash GamingCultPodcast. Twitter at GamingCultCast. Twitter at Martin underscore GCP. Twitter at Garrett Hunter. Twitter at Eric Badur. Twitter at Dubayan, D-U-B-Y-O-N for Brian Obushakra. Twitter at Zach Supreme for our dear boy Zach Ennis. Ryan, Yes. I know you got that Twitter. I got that Twitter. You can follow me at, at at the underscore reflection, and please do tell us about that. Tell us about that stream one more time. One more and, time. Hey, we got to celebrate this stream every Wednesday night. Once Garrett's done, the party continues at Twitch.tv/slash Ryan and Cody. We're gonna play them games. We're gonna make them goofs. We're gonna do them spoofs. Boom, selecta. I don't know. Can you? Can you plug uh, your dear, sweet brother? Who you do love your brother so much, right, Jake? I, I try. I try my best. Can you? Can you? Can you uh, tell uh, everyone about uh, Hollywood superstar uh, Zach Ennis? Hey, you got questions for our fanfic writing behemoth of a young brother? Ask FM slash Hollywood superstar Zach Ennis. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best fucking name. It is. Oh. Uh, thank you for all your Eric directed questions. That was a fun week. Eric and Zach <laughs> had fun with that. That was that was a lot of fun to watch. We got a PO box. Gaming cult. PO box ten. Glebe. G L E B E. New South Wales. Two o three seven Australia. Uh, big shout out to Stevie B from the UK for sending me a bunch of Metal Gear Rising promo stuff. I've got that T-shirt. I've got that lenticular thing. I've got the watermelon document. I've got a wristband. Dude, oh, that's great. we're like we're like okay. promo brothers right now. Stevie, Stevie B. Oh. Stevie, Stevie B for you and me with his MGS party. He is no waste man by any means. No man, I get blood clot in my waist, man. Yeah, blood clot, man. Booyakasha. Martin, any, any any final words for this episode 30? I'm tired. <laughs> oh, what time is it right now? We did like three <laughs> fucking hours. It's almost 5.30 a.m. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's, hey. stand, it's standard when it comes to these recording sessions. Get some My, sleep, doctor's orders. There you go. <laughs> orders from the doctor himself. Crack Wait, that, Ryan, crack Ryan, that back. Can, 
can you do international medicine? Uh, I mean, just don't like tell anyone. Oh, okay, yeah. No, no one's gonna hear this. It's a secret. This is between you and me, right? Like, no one's gonna yeah. hear it, right? Just well, yeah. you and Martin. You, I know nothing. My, no, my that's friend. right. It's just me and Martin. Martin, my friend, we love you. Thank you. I love you too. Thank we, you. Let's Pretty go out cool. on kisses all over the world. But first, we're also gonna go out on a leafed wrist track. This is brand new, first time ever heard worldwide. It's off the new up and coming album. This is Blagir Toxin from Leaf Wrist. Shouts out to my boy, Nick. He's doing it. Kisses all over the world. We'll see you next time, Gaming Call Podcast. Bye. Can you feel the sunshine? Will you buy t shirts today? Tita, Papa, I love you. Papa Tita, I love you.